I'm Nana and welcome to another episode of Blurds R Us. This is episode 156. Uh, we're getting closer to episode 200 every single podcast that we do. Um, today I'm by myself, but by all means, I'm not by myself. Once again, I'm joined by another guest from across the seas. Uh, today I'm joined by the host, CEO, I guess, of Who's Next Gaming and Losing Life, Mr. Seth Myers. Hey, what's going on, man? What's up? I'm good. That's right, CEO, top <laughs> dog, number one. That's uh, right. Listen, I can hear the birds chirping in the background, man. Why you did? Why you decide for us to pause and start this podcast <laughs> so early, man? It was like quarter past uh, five. Yeah, yeah, man. It is a pretty early one. No, I just had to jump something right quick, and uh, I'm back in. My apologies. No, yeah. Cool. Um, Nah, man, it was just the best time to do it. I mean, you know, today's Father's Day, and yeah, yeah. But I figured I'd get in an early morning because we got such a we got such a big time difference between the two of us, you know. Yeah. So I think like six hours is the actual, I thought it was five, but it's actually like a six hour difference. I think. Yes. Yeah, so sometimes you just gotta do you gotta do something, you know. <laughs> yeah. Try to get in, give, you know, do a podcast with you, whatever. You know? that's, so that's, that's it's all good. Yeah, okay. I was even gonna ask you if it's Father's Day in America, but it is. So happy Father's Day to you and to all the dads that listen to this podcast. Uh, have you gotten your your Father's Day gifts already? No, my kids are still sleeping, man. Still asleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's five in the morning for us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They could be early birds like you, innit? Especially since they know yeah. like, it's, it's it's a weekday. Have they gone back to school yet, or are still are school still closed? Oh, no, no, no. Well, they're basically school's over because we're in like July, right? Yeah. So school's going to start back up possibly like uh, I think they're talking in August, kind of when it normally does here. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's a lot of um, confusion on how they're going to do it. So what we what we see is we got some they, they actually gave a questionnaire out to a lot of the parents. Yeah. Um, asking. um do you want to send your kids back to school? Do you want to do virtual school? Mm-hmm. And um, so I guess they're gauging the response based on that. And there's, I think there's been suggested a possible like, oh, uh, your kids come um, two, three days uh, out the week. And like the other two, they do online mm-hmm. or some kind of variation mix of that is what they're talking about. Uh, they're also talking about the kids would have to wear a mask the whole time in class yeah. and the six feet thing, which which actually is probably why the um the only coming in two to three days a week w- yeah. would work because at least two to three days the kids can get in, but you can kind of cycle all right these kids on this day, these kids on this day because like I, I don't know how it is of where you are, but I know where I grew up, we always dealt with. Uh, schools that had too many kids and then we're even now i see schools shutting down and then like these other schools that are staying open now have more kids Mm. and it's just been crammed jammed back because of budget constraints and and a a number of other reasons why so when you say well oh now we gotta be six feet apart it's just impossible it's you can't do that not not here unless you're going to do virtual school or like a staggered okay these kids two days these kids two days boom boom like that but um i think the 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 problem i fear 
because I get we're concerned with the the sickness. I don't mean to be insensitive to that. Yeah, yeah. The problem I fear, especially for younger kids, is the social development skills you'd get from growing up and being in class with other kids your age and being able to talk to them like at lunch and recess and yeah. you know things like that. And that's going to be kind of gone. I mean, it's all going to be over screens, mm. you know? Yeah, no, And uh, especially in some of the more formative years for the kids. And I don't know how long this is supposed to go on, but, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Mm. No, it's a bit wild. Like, fortunately, well, I guess fortunately, I guess, I don't have any kids at the moment, but I did think to myself, like, when the government was saying that, oh, they're going to send back, like, year ones and year six. So, like, that's, like, I don't know, maybe ages four to five and, like, 10 to 11. And I was like, well, if I had a child, I was like, around the age of four to five, there's no way I'm sending them back because as good as my child might be and understanding what's going on, like little Timmy that likes to pick his boogers still and stuff like that, yeah, he's definitely not going to be respecting no social distancing. And then you don't know what kids mm. are going to be doing at home or, do you know what I mean? Like, kids will be kids yeah. and no matter how much you tell them not to touch something, like if they get excited and they want to touch Whoa. something, they will touch it. I would argue that adults are the same way. I mean, yeah. to be honest with you, man, everybody's quote unquote supposed to be wearing these masks around. But yeah. like for me, and I can only speak for down here in Louisiana, I have a job where I do travel a bit of Louisiana, mm-hmm. making deliveries and such. And I've, it's rare to find somebody really wearing the mask. I mean, there's some stores. It's funny. Uh, even yesterday, we walked into one store and like everybody's wearing masks. Mm. And then I'll go into another store and nobody's wearing a mask. Yeah. So, uh, you, you know, like it's, it, it's, it's strange. It, it's cause the mask wearing is not to protect you. It's to protect other people. It's yeah. supposed to be like a courteous thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I kind of struggle with the concept of how it's really protecting anybody. And I've seen, I've seen people wear the mask and they got their nose hanging yeah. out of the mask. The nose not covered. Dumb like some people honestly just and the thing is yeah like i kind of do understand like wearing a mask is a little bit uncomfortable like i know the first couple times i wore a mask it was like very hot like because my beard's like overgrown because there's no barbers Mm -hmm. open it's a bit scratchy and stuff like that but um for the most part like i don't wear a mask because it's not deemed to we have to wear a mask and like i only go out like if it's really necessary like nine times out of ten mm-hmm. i am at home in bed watching tv or when i go for a walk which i haven't done in a while i've actually become quite bad at that like when the quote um the whole lockdown started with the coronavirus like i was going for my little hour walk here and there um but i've been slacking lately so i hope i'm hoping tomorrow after work um i wake up at some point and then i actually do go for a bit uh a walk and start getting back into doing that kind of thing um but I do think, like, if you are someone that's, like, you're going out on a regular basis, I think just out of, like, courtesy, you should wear a mask um, and you should, like, stick to the social distance as best as possible until, like, things fully calm down. Um, I've got, like, two masks, like, one's in my car and one's in the house, it. So if I do go out, I do have a mask on me, innit? And they've just stated, mm-hmm. like, if you're going to get, get on public transport, you have to wear a mask. So, you know, they are doing bits and bobs hearing it but there are some people like I said that you know will wear the mask and not cover their nose or just just be 
stupid and inconsiderate. Like I, I just saw one article. And it was basically like um, some guy was on an airplane and like to be on a plane, you need to wear a mask in it. And he was basically like ooing and ahhing and saying that he wasn't going to get wear his mask in it. So I think in the end, they just removed him from the flight. And I was thinking to myself, like, if you mm-hmm. need to go somewhere that bad and they ask you to wear a mask, like, just wear it. Like, it's it's not... Like, I remember when um they made it um illegal to, like, not wear your seatbelt, innit? And for the most part, I will say, like, mm-hmm. growing around that time, I was quite young, I, I would wear a seatbelt. And, you know, now it's, like, law. Most people wear a seatbelt without complaints, innit? Like, but I, the only time I probably won't wear a seatbelt is if I'm literally, like, going two three minutes down the road to the shops to to pick sign cup uh do you know what i mean where obviously yes i could probably potentially walk but i'm lazy in it but uh if it's something like a super short journey i don't really bother wearing a seatbelt but for the most part seatbelts always on in it and i think people will adjust and people will get used to things um has like a lot of shops reopened around you yeah, actually, a lot of places have reopened where I'm at. I mean, uh, to be honest, uh, I, I didn't really go out much at all anyway. Yeah. Like, um, you know, I mean, I, at least not to, like, I don't know, bars, clubs, things like that. Like, yeah. there was my restaurants or some foodie places I'd go grab some of the food to eat. But a lot of times I even just did the carryout option. Yeah. And a lot of those places stayed open for the most part. And mm-hmm. then even like with my business, I, I deal with uh, for work. I deal with a lot of um, convenience stores. Yeah. And, and about all of those stayed open. I had like one guy shut down out of the customer set that I have. So yeah. uh, all in all, like the, the hardest part actually wasn't the virus. Like one thing I noticed down here is most businesses, like especially some of my stores, my convenience stores, I had selling pizza and stuff too. Like, mm-hmm. is the biggest year I've ever had. I've sold oh, more food this year than than ever. And for a lot of like restaurant people that I've talked to locally, and I wouldn't say this is for all restaurants. Yeah. So, but locally, it's been pretty busy. Because people have been bored. Like I, a lot of the areas I had around here were like boating, um, even some like beach area I have. So some vacation spots mm. around here. And um, they were on and cracking. Like people were down there. There was at one point, um, that, I don't know if you're familiar at all. It's kind of a local thing. Uh, Grand Isles. Nope. Grand Isle is kind of like almost like an island thing that's mm. uh, way down south Louisiana. It's like a beach. It's like a beach area. Um, it's kind of close to the Gulf, mm. and um, they basically had to have they had to shut down the island and force the only people with an ID that proved they owned property were allowed here because people were just going. They didn't care. Oh, like uh, like a lot of it. They, a lot of people see this as vacation. You know, like a lot of it. Oh, I'm off of work for this. Oh, I'm gonna go fishing. Oh, I'm gonna go here and do this, and they were buying and buying, and this is the other thing too. And I don't want to again. I don't want to belittle anybody or make <laughs> it seem like anybody who's who's actually struggling yeah. from this. Mm. This is not directed at you, then. But there's a lot of people I found that like are not going back to work because of what we have for unemployment. Mm. So around here, unemployment was actually a pay raise. Oh, wow. For people 
who lost their jobs. It's not, not for everybody, yeah, but yeah. actually for kind of a lot of people, especially in the restaurant industry. Because in mm-hmm. the restaurant industry, you only get paid so much money. Yeah, uh, the rest so is like, like made up uh, in tips, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. So, but what the what the um, unemployment was is you were getting six hundred dollars a week plus whatever unemployment money you're getting from your employer on okay. top of that. Okay. So some people were making like a thousand dollars a week and they used to only or like eight hundred dollars a week and they used to only make like four hundred dollars a week yeah. before then. You know what I'm saying? So people got a pay bump. And then on top of that, the stimulus checks came out. Mm. So then that was a bigger and then and then you just had income tax. So you got your federal income tax return. Then you got another almost income tax return from uh, from the states for uh, a stimulus check, and then you got a pay bump every week because you're on unemployment. It, it was to the point too where like there was a lot of businesses that were trying to open up or stay open, but yeah. I mean, are, is your employee really going to come back to work if they're making more money staying home? <laughs> yeah, it's true. They, and then they, they also are, they also staying safe as well. You know, my love you know, of, of I would almost people. argue that I would I would push back against that to a bit. Some of them, sure, they're worried about their safety. But yeah. if you're the same person that's going out to the beach and shit and spending a bunch of money mm. at restaurants and everything, then you're not worried about your safety at yeah, all. Not definitely. Opinion. And you and you should be back at work then. Mm. But I mean, well, I say you should, but to be honest, fair to them. If you're gonna pay me eight hundred dollars to stay home. Yeah, that's the smart move. Like mm. I, I heard a restaurant on uh Joe on Joe Rogan's podcast, a uh, restaurant owner. Yeah, and they were talking like, you know, we can't get mad. These employees are making more money staying home than they are with us. Like, mm. well, what are we supposed to do? You know, like I would do the same. <laughs> and there's been some I've come across some people who are what they're doing is they're like, hey, come back to work for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay you under the table mm. so you can keep your unemployment. And you're just getting an extra bonus from me cash on yeah. the table. So that's happening for some people as well to get mm. them back. Um, I don't know how long term that is. And I think supposedly in July, that's supposed to end. But for whatever it is, it hasn't truly affected too many of the, the businesses. There's a lot of places that are open. There's a few places that have shut down. Some of them shut down permanently. Yeah. And I think one of the topics that we got to talk about today is actually the AMC theaters and what happened with them over like basically the mask stuff and exactly how they're going to reopen as well as with other theaters too, mm. which is, uh, it's going to be interesting. You know, when, when, when office um, looking to open up near you, I think that article was saying that at least I, the theaters by my house are AMC. Mm-hmm. Those are the only ones that really are around my house is yeah. AMC theaters. There's like one or two other ones that are kind of a little more obscure. AMC is the main place you go to. So for us, I think it's in mid-July. Yeah, yeah. So um, that, that'll be when it opens up. Um, was, uh, you know, it's funny. When I first saw the article about the movie theaters and they said that basically they don't want to get political. So they're not making a stance on the mask. Mm -hmm. I told, I looked at my wife and I showed her the article and I said, they just made a political statement. (laughs) They not realize that. Yeah. And then then later that day, 
a retraction article came out. Mm-hmm. An article came out saying that AMC retracted their stance and they're going to make people wear masks. Yeah, because the only way and they're going like, to get... I, yeah, the only way some people will actually go to the cinemas is if everyone's wearing a mask. Like, you don't want to... Because, again, it's only... As far as I can see on social media and stuff, it's only really a small minority of people that are having issues with wearing their masks out and about. So, you know, you, you want to... If you want people to come back to the cinemas, you want to do what's best for the majority and you want to get those butts back in seats, you know, and start getting money in again. Uh, see, I would say I disagree with that. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to tell you why. Because I push back on the idea a bit, especially now, I think. I've been pushing back on the idea that social media is a good way to know what people actually think and feel. Mm-hmm. Because the, the there's a... If you look at the numbers too, like even like I think they show up the download numbers and everything. If you really look at everything with let's say Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's might be millions of people on there, right? But yeah, there's yeah. billions of people on the earth, mm-hmm. and uh, and if you dwindle down those numbers of people who actually post things, like I have Twitter, I don't post anything on Twitter. Really. <laughs> you have Twitter. You you rarely post. Yeah, I I need to start. Yeah, I'm definitely more of a Facebook person. I need to um work on my social media actually, like um Instagram and Twitter. I always kind of neglect them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but my point being though is that I, I think if you drill it down, the people who are being the loudest are the ones who are they're, they're, they're just they're, they're a minority of what the reality is. Because like to be honest with you, when I and I can only speak from Louisiana and stuff, and I'm not Louisiana. necessarily saying AMC should change their stance. Yeah. The only thing I'm saying is I don't know how reflective it is of the actual truth. Mm. Because when I walk around Louisiana, I've gone to all these places, like I've told you. I struggle to find people to wear masks out mm. and about. Like I like struggle to. There are a lot of places where people work at and are forced to wear masks. You'll see them wear masks generally, yeah. mostly, you mm. know. But um, the customers, the people who don't have the choice, or people who are, le- are left with a choice to wear a mask or not, um, more times than not, they're not wearing the mask, at least down here. Now, maybe other places, they're being a little uh, better about that stuff. Yeah. But down here where I'm at, it's not. So them opening up and making everybody wear a mask, I, I kind of wonder if there'll be more problems on the ground level than on social media because the thing about social media in my opinion is is almost like you, you like a first date you go on go with somebody sometimes mm. and where the person is pretty up glitz they're, they're not they're trying to be the person they want to be they're not being the person that they are yeah so they'll say things and they'll do things that make them look whatever way they want want to look whether it be like a troll an asshole they want to fuck with people they find it funny (laughs) but sometimes in real life they're actually not that at all Mm. you know they they definitely wouldn't tell you the things they would tell you online in your face you know what i'm saying uh or as people posture and say i wear my mask or oh i do this thing and you know stuff like that and then um in real life you're not really doing that at all you know like it's 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 a bit of posturing that people do on these social media platforms. Yeah. At least from what I can tell, and not everybody. Some people legit they live what they say. And, yeah, and good for you, you know. But like, uh, there's a, I think there's a lot more people who say one thing and and they're doing another mm. a, a lot. 
And yeah. so I struggle with like anything posted on social media, unless I know the person, yeah. and, you know, personally. I think even um, uh, on Nerds, they just released a new uh, podcast episode. And uh, Jesse made the point that there was a guy he knew holding his Last of Us 2 copy or he had some kind of picture like, oh, it's finally here. Yeah. And he's like, he knows the guy. He doesn't need the game like that. Mm. He's doing that just to get the the clicks, yeah, get the likes, likes and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, it's it's it's, it's weird. Honestly, I think uh, AMC, if that's the stance they wanted to take, they should have just doubled down on it and mm. let people decide for themselves if they want to wear the mask or not. Uh, maybe make the employees wear the mask. I think that's always a good practice. But as far as like your customers and stuff, I don't know. Uh, I mean, look, they backtracked and they, they went ahead and making everybody wear a mask. So yeah. cool. We'll, we'll see what happens. You know, um, it, it, it'll be interesting. It's just, it's, you know, there, there's, uh, speaking of restaurants again, and comparing to this, like, if you go to the movies, right? And you get, are you going to be able to, like, a lot of the money that the restaurants make is from like popcorn and stuff like that, right? Mm. So, um, if you're going to go to the theater and you're going to buy food and stuff, I mean, you, you got to lift up the mask or take off the mask in the, in the theater. And these are like air conditioned places. Yeah. So the air is being circulated throughout the whole place. Like at the end of the day, if you're going there and taking off the mask to eat your popcorn, you are circulating COVID if you have it or not. Yeah, that's true. I mean, honestly, I think it should just, if you're going to take the risk, go you don't need to wear the mask if you don't want to take the risk stay wear the mask do your grocery shopping and stay home like that's you know do what you have to do Mm. so i mean because like there's a there's a restaurant thing and joe was talking about this too uh with one of the restaurant owners the same podcast listening to where they got a set of rules and this is from california and they got a set of rules of how to basically operate yeah, and they some of it is like okay when the customer comes in they got to wear their mask, and then when they go sit down to eat they can take their mask off and then they can eat. Yeah, and if they got to get up to the bathroom, put the mask on again and go to the bathroom and then come back and take the mask sit down. But it's it's kind of ridiculous because if I'm already in the restaurant and I'm breathing around <laughs> and eating food with my mask off and you have an air conditioned place and you're circulating all this air through like. And, you know, maybe I just don't understand science. And if that's really the safest way to do it, fine. I don't want to argue that. It's just, yeah. it just seems odd to me. That's all. Yeah, that's mad. Um, cycling back a little bit, back to um, The Last of Us 2. Have you have you picked it up? No, I haven't picked it up yet. I, I'm, I'm waiting because my wife was like, what do you want for Father's Day? So I was like, ah, well, you can give me this. <laughs> <laughs> or you can give me... Or you can get me some stuff to cook with. So I'll wait and see. If she don't get it for me, I don't know. I, I might get it a little later, but I kind of already bought a bunch of games. I've yeah. bought like Final Fantasy VII Remake, mm-hmm. uh, Resident Evil uh, Nemesis Remake, and then I got uh, Doom uh, Eternal. Okay. So kind of close together back to back. So it's, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, a wait and see on that. I did play the first one. I beat that one. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one, I'm hearing a bunch of mixed stuff with. Like, uh, I don't know any spoilers. I don't want any spoilers if you had a spoiler for you. But no. um, what I heard was, you know, that ending spoiled to everybody. 
Yeah, because someone leaked it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and so some people are having some negative reactions to the story of itself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's funny too because if you look online again, talking about people posturing and the fake and the real and shit, you'll see like IGN and you'll see all these like official sites giving it like almost like perfect tens, saying yeah. the game's like a masterpiece. But then the I think uh, the, the user reviews, yeah, like Metacritic, yeah, they're like thirty five percent and all or, or lower. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it, it's kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, hell, they even sounded a bit divided on nerds because they were talking about at least the the bit of stuff they haven't played it yet on that podcast they released. They uh, Keith was just downloading it, mm-hmm. but he was. They were talking about some of the YouTubers and other things that they watch or listen to and uh there's a bit of divisiveness between them about is it good is it bad whatever so i don't know it's interesting have you played the first last of us uh i played like an hour and then my disc went missing and it didn't turn out to like many years <laughs> later and um when it turned up the condition of that disc didn't even look the best i didn't even bother trying to put it back in the playstation to even see if it still worked. <laughs> um, so no, um, it is something that I guess I probably won't play. I might watch. Some, I might find someone on YouTube that's played it and watch them go through it. Um, but I probably won't mm. be picking up a second one either, just because it's not like a game that I'm super interested in. Um, the you only want thing... me to give you a bit of a rundown on the first game? Yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah. It's, it's older, so I mean, you could put like a spoiler warning. Just say, hey, spoilers, but yes. I can give you a rundown of the first one. Spoilers for The Last of Us 1, which came out, God knows when, was that 2016? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah something on. like that, two go years on. ago. Yeah. Not even earlier than that, actually. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it was at the end of the PlayStation 3's life cycle, I think. So I think the year before the PlayStation 4 came out, whatever year that was, which I think... Um, because you gotta remember, Last of Us Three. Because 2016 is four years ago. I think mm. I think this game actually came out maybe 12, 2012, I'm trying 2013, something something like that. Mm. So yeah, it's actually a, it's actually quite a few years. I think they've been working on Last of Us Part Two for like seven years. I think I heard someone say. So um, yeah, because the, the, that was at the end of PlayStation Three. <laughs> But uh, why are you looking it, that it, up? It so, came out. Uh, it came out in two thousand thirteen. Day two, twenty thirteen. Like I said twelve or thirteen, one of those. So yeah. good. I was right on that. Um. So anyway, The Last of Us is actually from. I thought it was a pretty interesting story. It's um, you play as the guy Joel, mm-hmm. and he uh, there's like a basically, it's not exactly zombies, but you could just say zombie outbreak. It yeah, kinda covers the bases, and um his daughter dies in the outbreak okay he has like a like a 12 13 year old daughter i'd say somewhere around that age so you cut to years later and he um people are trying to just live life in this like post-apocalyptic world right yeah um so they're just living life and he he does these odd jobs he's there's a military state that's trying to keep everybody you know all right in this sector and control things And there's people who kind of work outside the system. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> excuse me, Joel 
works outside the system basically he ends up with a job where he runs into the girl ellie which the second game is more about her yeah uh, as an older girl mm-hmm. so he runs into ellie and he basically is pretty kind of like jerkish douchebag to her for a while and yeah. uh, but as he gets to know her he gets to like her and even build a relationship where he kind of almost sees her as the daughter that he lost yeah well the important thing about her is she got bit by one of these zombie-like things. Yeah, but she doesn't and, turn. Uh, does didn't turn. Yeah. Yes. So at the end, what it culminates to is he brings her to this hospital and uh, where there's some survivors there who are trying to work on a cure. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, what she has something unique with her where we can actually take this out of her and make cures for everybody, for mm-hmm. the whole world. But to do that, we have to kill her. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So that's the big spoiler there. So then um, he Joel is left with this decision. And the game doesn't let you decide it, actually, either. The game forces you to go in and you save Ellie. Yeah. And you shoot up the place and you get out and you make the decision that her singular life is more important than humanity in and of itself. Okay. Which is an interesting thing to think about, especially like for me, I have three kids. Yeah. If I had to sacrifice one of them to save every douchebag in America, (laughs) I don't know if I'd do that. (laughs) Uh, Although there's some really good people in America too. Yeah. Like it's, it's a, it's a weird place to be in Mm. and they make the decision. So the end, the first one ends off with him saving her. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, what? she was kind of put under. She was like knocked out for the most part through the thing. She's like, oh, what happened? Was Did I have the cure? Did, were we able to do this? Yeah. And he's just like, nope, couldn't do it. Sorry. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't do it. And, and it ends with her like, are you telling me the truth, Joel? And he's just like, yep. No, they, they couldn't make a cure. Sorry. Oh, like nice. he's not telling her the yeah. truth. So the second one is picking up years later after that so mm. it'd be interesting I'm, i am you know from a story perspective i'm very curious from a gameplay perspective i i put this game on the hardest difficulty because whatever and um it's probably not the preferable way to play it mm. because i really didn't get a lot of shit like a lot of things you should have got throughout the game yeah. and it was a grinding experience to get through that game mm-hmm. um but um and I and I, I preference that because on the harder difficulties you don't really get to mess with uh, the the building mechanics of finding little knickknack stuff around and building weapons and then dealing with enemies in such ways. When it's on like the hardest mode, you're just like, oh, here's a rock and shit. Good luck. But <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of built that bad. Mm. So. Um, but oh, it did has for PlayStation Three game. They upres and put on a PlayStation Four. Yeah, like it, it's still a good game. There's some good like it's if you like Metal Gear type shit. If you like to sneak around and take out because you do that, you do it to zombies, which is kind of funny. If you choke out zombies and shit, yeah. Because <laughs> again, they're not technically zombies, but there's something like that. Mm. And uh, but that's kind of the bit of the first one, and then uh, so the second one yeah, should be interesting. Yes. Um, so for those that don't know, like you're a bit of a, like a, a a mad genius when it comes to video games, isn't it? And you've actually 
you know, you've got a Facebook group called Hard Mode Only, and it's where yes. people can like post up their videos and stories of like playing games on mm. the most hardest difficulties. Um, mm. you, you've recently been um, streaming um, Devil May Cry, haven't you? Yeah, I just put a few video clips of Devil May Cry Five. Oh, I don't know, Dante must die mode. Mm. See, I don't really uh, stress myself out of playing hard games. Um, so the only thing I've ever posted on that on that Facebook group is um, Tetris Nine Nine, and the best mm. I've ever got to at this very time is fourth. And it is so frustrating when you're that close to like winning, and then it all falls apart. Like the game is is difficult. Like you 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 can't just take your time because everyone's trying to attack you, and uh, it, it's just such a challenging game. And like. Sometimes I just fall in a rabbit hole and like before I know it, I've been playing like two hours straight of Tetris 99. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It's a bit stressful, but um, that's see, what it is. That's the beauty of playing things on like a, a hard difficulty, in my opinion, is you get a bit of that too. Like I can't tell you how many times just playing back on DMC5, mm-hmm. I'm playing through a level and like, oh shit, I've like these enemies are hitting me and it's doing massive amounts of damage. Yeah. And so like like one fuck up can really throw the game for me. But then on the same side, what's really awesome is when you're like, oh shit, I got hit and like I'm almost about to die. And you're almost like, uh, I'ma just give it another try. But then when you squeeze out that win, when you kill somebody else and you get some health back. Oh shit. Yeah. And you get your devil trigger and you're building more health back. And you fucking them up, and next thing you know, you went into a battle with with less health, and then you li- came out of the battle, and you even have more health. <laughs> like, <laughs> nah, like doing little things like that, or like just edging your seat, hitting because you know, like, <clears throat> just one hit can fuck shit up, yeah. and then you you die, and you do it over again, and you and you try it again, and like, I don't know, it's just for me, it's something about I enjoy because like. I don't like my DMC five playthrough has been uh, pretty terrible, like terrible. Like I've been mm. getting killed a lot. I've been <laughs> dying a lot. Like, uh, that's just, and, and I'm playing it a certain way. So, cause I'm not trying to use any golden orbs. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to use any like revival stuff. Yeah. And I'm just getting murked. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just, but it's good. The only other game that I played, I, I bought the um, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition uh, for Nintendo Switch. Um, I only seem to ever play that game whenever I'm listening to nerds, formerly known as nerd porn. Um, I'm maybe about 20 hours in. Um, the game's good. It's okay. Like the battle system is is different. It's not what I'm used to. Like for the maybe like the first five hours of the game, yeah, I was playing the game when I was winning winning fights and stuff, yeah. But without really knowing what I was doing. Um, so it took maybe like 10, 15 hours to get used to it and to kind of um, adjust to know what's going on. Um, I'm liking the story. Um, yeah, the battles isn't just different. Like, I, I feel like the only, other than like the turn-based of Final Fantasy VII and, and original like uh, original turn-based games, the only other like JRPG um, battle system that I really like is the one in, te- in the Tales games where like you control one character and the rest of the characters kind of like uh do their own thing and have their arts and stuff like that's a system that i really enjoyed um this one's similar but at the same time it isn't um your your character kind of like auto attacks and then you've got like select arts that you can use here and there but then there's like a there's a cooldown period 
And um, yeah, it's, 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 it, it takes a lot of getting used to. Um, Aaron loves this game. Uh, and a couple of our friends really love this game. I can see why they like they like it so much. Um, I just I don't game as much as I used to, so like I'm playing it in little spurts here and there. Um, you know, uh, uh, covering like when I'm have some downtime, I'm not watching stuff on Netflix or uh, playing Tetris Nine Nine. Um, funnily enough, like I haven't had a TV in my living room for like over a year and a half, if if not longer. And uh, someone gifted my mom a TV, so I've actually like spent some time chilling, chilling in the living room with my brother and my mom, like like sitting down as a family to watch TV. So I haven't been like mm. gaming or watching TV, like watching t- like Netflix in my room as much. So we've just generally been like just watching football and um, you know just like quiz shows on TV. Um, mm. So I've been a little bit like distracted and behind on that, but. I will complete that game because once I've completed it, I think I'm gonna go on to play um, Collection of Mana. Um, I wanna. I think that'll be more up my my alley because it's more of a traditional JRPG, um, and I've got a whole whole heap of like Nintendo Switch games to play. Uh, and once I've completed them, I'm probably gonna get the new Trials of Mana uh, and see and see what that's saying. Mm. But um, okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's. Did you uh? Did you ever get around to trying uh, Final Fantasy VII remake? Uh, no. I've only played the demo. Um, I will probably pick up Final Fantasy VII remake once I pick up a PS Five or once they announce the date for Chapter Two. Um, because I don't want to play it and then complete it and then just like how it empties slot in my heart because I'm waiting for the next chapter. Um, I'm still debating like whether I want to get whether I want to be forking out. 50 pounds a chapter depending on how many chapters they announce is going to be released because like i said if it's going to be 50 pounds for five chapters that's like 250 pounds like 300 dollars. that's a lot for me to put out on a game that i've already completed like twice already if not more i I would say it 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 is um it it works very well Mm -hmm. as as a standalone game yeah and there are some things that happen at the end of this game Mm -hmm. This is a different game than the game you played years ago. Yeah. And not just for the obvious things of graphics and stuff like yeah. that, but also like uh, some of the story beats in it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in some instances, I almost wonder if it's a potential sequel, mm-hmm. but um, you really have to play it to understand. I don't want to spoil anything yeah, yeah. for you. Um, I would strongly suggest picking it up and playing even if you just got a PlayStation 4 like yeah play it like I would I would strongly suggest playing it playing through it getting it when you can mm-hmm. and playing it because I uh, wait I get waiting for the PS5 and, and but they've already announced the second one is being worked on they yeah they've announced they've announced like, been worked on but what like with Square Enix yeah, they have a terrible history of like announcing something and then get delayed like three four years True. like we may not get chapter two till like 2022 or or if not later and i, I don't want that like anticipation because i was really hyped for kingdom hearts 3 and they just kept on delaying it and delaying it and delaying it. and when it finally came out i was just like i can't be honest like like i liked kingdom hearts 1 i was met on kingdom hearts 2 but like i don't care for kingdom hearts 3 anymore so i, I ended up not buying it so, you know, I'm trying to, like, avoid doing that to myself. 
Well, yeah, yeah. Also, Kingdom Hearts three. <clears throat> this is a lot of problems. <laughs> so, um, Final Fantasy seven remake is actually a, a very well done game. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's especially if you're any fan of, of Final Fantasy seven at all, mm-hmm. it's worth a playthrough. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, I, like I would. I, said, uh, I'll see. I would strongly say that. I'll see, like, obviously shops have only recently reopened, so maybe when I go to, like, our our, our version of GameStop, uh, maybe someone's handed in mm-hmm. their copy and it's maybe going for, like, I don't know, £20 or something, then, yeah, I might pick it up. But, um, yeah, right now, it's just a wait and see at the moment. Uh, I've heard loads of good things. Like, I'll see, I've watched you stream um, Final Fantasy Seven a couple of times. I've seen some of your um, hard mode battles, etc. Um, I found that mm-hmm. one where you had to like fight all the five different summons quite funny because uh was was it not ifrit but one of the summons summoned ifrit and i thought that was hilarious yeah that the fact that a summon yeah, can yeah, have yeah. a summon um <laughs> that yeah. made me that made me laugh quite a bit actually um uh, yeah my jaw dropped when i first had that <laughs> I was playing like i i was playing and i'm fighting and bahamas hard enough as is yeah on his own mm-hmm. and then <clears throat> and um so I'm fighting, fighting, and all of a sudden, like at half health, he stops and he was doing something. I was like, "What the fuck is he doing?" <laughs> and and then Ifrit came out, and I was like, "What the shit is this?" And he just yeah. beat the shit out of me. So it took me a few tries, and like I learned to like okay, because <clears throat> um, the interesting thing too is you got to set whatever battle set you're going to go into this fight with. Yeah, you're fighting like five summons like all together yeah so you've got like three other summons you're fighting before you get to bahamut mm. and then there's a summon after him to fight yeah the big robot guy so fighting him i was like all right i gotta save my magic there's two things i knew fighting bahamut one i've got to save my magic so that when ifrit comes out i've just gotta pelt him with blizzaga yeah. any blizzard magic i got just fucking hit him with it two my whole party's going to be wiped <clears throat> when Bahamut does make a flare. Yeah. Because I can't beat him and Ifrit at the same time like that. Mm-hmm. But in a game, you get weapons. And one of the abilities of the weapon is you can wake up with one HP. Yeah. Which I think in that fight, Barrett did. Mm-hmm. He woke up with one HP. So it, it, I actually thought I lost that fight because two of my guys died before Mega Flare. Oh no! So I was I was pretty upset as <laughs> fuck because I was like he's only one guy that's gonna wake up after this shit. Yeah, <clears throat> and Bahamut will have his. And this is the other thing: when you're fighting, the enemies keep their attention on the person you're controlling. Yeah, and you can use that to your strategy mm-hmm. because if they're focusing on you, you can switch to a character that has more health. Mm-hmm. And then allow the other characters to kind of hang back and not be attacked by the main enemy, and then like heal those characters, right? Yeah. But when you revive and you only have one character left, all attention's on you. And I think like I squeezed out a revive, and then like Barrett died. Mm. But then like that person fully rose with health, so they could take a few hits, and then they arose someone, then they arose someone like. I turned it around. It was such a crazy fight. No, that's mad. <laughs> yeah, I died quite a few times mm. doing that battle run, man. That shit was wild. No, I, I, it was fun, though. I am looking forward to playing. Like, I, I think, again, I'm, 
it's another battle mechanics I'm going to have to get really used to because when I was playing the demo, I was just like, it's okay, but I knew like there was a lot more to, to the to the battle mechanics than um, I could experience during the demo. Um, mm. So, you know, I'm hoping that the learning curve is not going to be too steep on that. Um, mm. I don't but, think it is, man. The, the, the actual basic battle mechanics are fairly simple. I mean, what you played in the demo is the gist of it. Yeah. The only thing that it really gets into later is like, oh, okay, I can, I like, like one of the things I did in that summon boss rush was like, okay, I want to absorb ice attack. Yeah. And you can like set certain things in your materia to where you can do like either ice damage or be resistant to or even absorb mm-hmm. once you level it up enough, like a certain elemental damage thing right yeah so then you can strategize and and do a couple things like that uh but but overall i think you get the gist of it the only thing that makes it a little more complex is you'll get like i don't know time magic so you can haste everybody or you'll get you know barriers so you'll get different like things that might be helpful and Mm -hmm. then the bosses are interesting because you do have to fight them in different ways and that's what actually makes the game really good it's just the unique like bosses that like each one you want to come at like in a, in a different way. Like I don't think any boss feels too like repetitive in that game, mm. uh, which is pretty unique. Like most of the fights and the bosses in particular, they had a bit of a personality to them where they're different and they're, and they're fun to fight yeah. in their own rights. So yeah, yeah. no, it, it is something yeah, that I'll, I'll be looking to pick up at some point further down the line like i said uh, i want to go to cex and see if anyone's handing a copy and see like if the values drop to enough to, uh, that I'll, i will buy it and i won't feel like i'm hitting my pockets too hard um because obviously like i said there's a i've got i've got a lot of switch games that I haven't played yet uh on one of our last episodes i had a uh, mr igataku uh aka john from japan and he told me about this like train conductor game on the nintendo switch and um, I went mm. to buy it and it was like £11 on the Switch. And I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm going to buy this game because like when he bought it, it was like on sale and he must have got it like for like a dollar in it. So he told me like, oh, mm. um, add it to like your Nintendo Switch wish, wish list. And if it like goes on sale, they'll like send you an email and tell you about it. So I think like two, three days ago, they sent me an email and said that it dropped down to 89p. So I was like, yeah, that's a that's a that's a price I can work with. So um, I, I purchased the game, yeah. And um it's a little bit hard enough. It's like a, a puzzle game. Um where you have mm. to like rear like rearrange the track so that your trains can go to the right place. And it's yeah, it's fun, it's a little bit challenging. Um I only played it for about maybe like twenty minutes last night. Um so I'm looking forward to, you know, adding that into my rotation okay. of just like that's a little cool mindless little game that I can play here and there. You know, um, go on. You know, it's funny is that um, <clears throat> I found a game like that too that came up and it was like a dollar fifty. Yeah, and I grabbed it for the Switch actually as well mm. uh, because of its, um, uh, I guess you could say, historic value. Basically, mm. uh, because uh, it's a game called Night Trap. You've heard of Night Trap? No, Mag Mag Trap. Night. Uh, night trap night trap no i haven't heard of night trap okay so for i guess for us in the states Mm -hmm. it was a a little more of an i say important i don't know if important is really the right word it was just so 
back when Mortal Kombat came out, mm-hmm. Night Trap was also out. And both these games <clears throat> were used by Congress in America to talk about the rating. It's what brought about the rating system. Okay. Because um, a lot of, there was this huge pushback in the early 90s where the games were getting too violent. Mm-hmm. And the two games that got brought up a lot by Congress was Mortal Kombat yeah. and Night Trap. And I never played Night Trap before. I've heard about it. So I seen it on the Switch for like a dollar fifty on sale. It kind of similar to your situation there too. And I was like, Yeah, I'll pay a dollar fifty to see what <laughs> this like see what this game is. It's yeah. like a game that has some <clears throat> some I would argue some historic value to it mm-hmm. for it being one of the games that kind of helped build a rating system which allowed games game developers to be able to continue making these like more adult games. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I thought that was um pretty interesting it's a i don't know if you ever heard of like a fmv yeah uh it, it, it's basically like a, a game like that like it's like a movie you're basically watching a movie play yeah, yeah and um which you have like six different screens and so you've got a in your the, the, the idea is like you are somebody working the um the computer system or the security system in this house and this house is filled with vampires okay. and it's these like six sorority girls that are coming to the house to hang out and then you basically are watching like a movie unfold and throughout you've got a cut to the to the screens where you see the vampires pop and activate traps when they step at certain points to get the vampires out of there <clears throat> to keep the girls safe yeah and so that's the kind of concept of the game Honestly, the game's not that bloody or violent. Uh, I was really confused why this was used. I guess because it was like a movie game. Yeah. So, like, even though it wasn't the crude graphics of, like, a Mortal Kombat that was ultra-violent, and this was a movie that was mildly violent. Like, you'll see these weird, like, they're not even really vampires. They look like soldiers all in black, like special op units, like soldiers that are hunched over in black, Mm -hmm. but they're vampires. And they'll grab the teenagers and they'll scream and all that and get dragged off the screen. And I mean, you do see these like contraptions that get wrapped around their necks. It's almost like you ever seen a dog catcher and they have this like kind of stick contraption yeah. with like a, a, a loop thing. Like they can wrap it around the dog's neck and kind of bring it over. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but it drains the blood out of the uh, the kids. So, uh, but, but it's not a very bloody thing like it's not like they're injecting and they're stabbing and oh like <clears throat> no you just kind of pull them over here and you'll see a tube and you'll see some red go through the tube and you know that they're draining blood mm. but um i i got that game for the, a similar reason of just it being on sale <clears throat> and see what it's about it's uh interesting to say the least <laughs> no, I'm not. Mm, yeah. yeah that sounds interesting um so what what have you been watching during like this whole whole period of time? Like what what have you been watching recently? Well, I've watched the movie that predicted the future to the T. What and movie that, is that movie is called Demolition Man. <laughs> have you ever seen Demolition Man? Um, yes, but I can't. I like off offhand, I can't remember it. Uh, exactly what happens to it. So but. this movie, this movie predicts. I'm gonna tell you all the things this movie predicts. The only thing that I haven't got right in that movie was the seashell thing where you wipe your ass with seashells. Yeah, the free seashells. But this movie predicted like censorship, mm-hmm. right? So when you go to the future, you can't curse or say any bad words or you get a ticket. 
Yeah. You, you'll get tickets for it. Very, it almost feels very similar to being on social media and getting kicked off those platforms, <laughs> saying terrible things yeah. and all these kind of stuff, or losing your job or losing something because you say something that's insensitive or you mm-hmm. say something bad. Um, self-driving cars are in demolition, man. Mm-hmm. And we're already working on that. There's a lot of self-driving cars out there already that are <clears throat> being tested and things like that as well. Um, what else did they get right to? They got, um, oh, uh, a gun ban, right? So in this country, in America, we've been working on trying to ban guns or working on rules and laws against those things. So it's funny to see this where it's actually gone through where all guns are banned mm. and everything is just the way it is. Like there was a number of things. Like I was watching this movie and I was just like, holy shit. Like there's, there's, there's a lot of things they got right. Mm. <laughs> um, oh, that's the other thing too. The COVID stuff. Yeah. There was no touching with the characters in the movie. In the movie, when they high five, their hands would come to a point and they would just kind of wave. <laughs> they wouldn't touch each other. Also, sex is done through VR yeah. instead of actual physical con- contact. Yeah. So very much in tune with keeping yourself safe and, and clean and away from mm. germs and things like that. So Demolition Man really got 2020 right, man. <laughs> I haven't seen Demolition Man in years, man. Like, I, I think that's something I'm going to have to go back and revisit. Um, I would suggest you do it. I think it was on Hulu for a while. I we don't, don't get Hulu. <laughs> I hate when. Yeah, I know you I, I hate listening to you guys on like on your podcast or nerds or PC and they're like, "Oh, this is available on Hulu." I'm just like, "We don't get Hulu," <laughs> and I always have to like yeah. try my best to find. Like sometimes it's not too bad because some of the stuff that you know we're meant to get on like Hulu we ends up on Netflix or Amazon Prime. But then there's some things that just, you know, just we don't get at all. And we don't even know when we're going to get it. So it's either finding it illegally online or just, you know, just not watching it. Um, and like I, I've said, like a lot of times that like, I prefer to watch stuff on my TV, you know, not have to wait, you know, for things to buffer and have to click on like 10 different ad pop ups to get get the one 20 minute show to to load up. Do you know what I mean? So mm, mm. I'm I'm hoping okay. at some point they they saw it out so that we get everything that you guys get over there, um, yeah. Because it's just a yeah, the demolition man is a is a good rewatch, man. I mm. hope you do get Hulu, but until then, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> um, it'll probably make the rounds between Netflix and all that stuff. Though. I mean, oh yeah, no, movie, def- so definitely. It, yeah. It, it comes, it goes. Yeah, no, hundred percent. No, yeah, it's it's fun to see that to see uh, like it's just an old action movie, but mm. it, but it's also like this movie in the future. And in fact, the other interesting part is this movie is actually twenty thirty two. I think is when it takes place okay. in the future. So um, this could still be our future. Yeah, twelve twelve years ago. <laughs> uh, it could be our future. So, um, but let's see. Demolition Man was fun to rewatch again. Mm. Um, as far as some new stuff, I did get the HBO Max app. Is that available by you? Uh, I don't think so. No, <laughs> I don't no, think HBO Max. No, I think a lot okay, of the H- so- a lot of the HBO stuff that we get goes on like Sky Atlantic and the Sky channels that we have over here. Um, mm. And like okay. I know on the HBO Max 
app you guys get all the Studio Ghibli movies. Well, for us, that's all on Netflix for us. So, yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay, interesting. Yeah, um, I got the HBO Max app then. And, uh, like, there's a new uh, Looney Tunes. They rebooted Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. And me and my son got to watch that. And it was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, it was okay. fun. Kind of like the classic stuff. Um, you know, some zany stuff with Bugs Bunny and uh, Daffy Duck and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it was kind of fun to rewatch. Like, not even rewatch, it's new. Yeah. To watch some of these old characters doing things with, with my son. Mm. And uh, he actually really liked it too. So That's that was right. pretty fun. He watched the Looney Tunes. I haven't watched Looney Tunes in years. Oh my gosh. That is that is a throwback and a half, man. Um, mm-hmm. I that's... think they're getting ready for the um, Space Jam with LeBron James. Oh, okay. That's my... Yeah. Mm. Reintroduce it, pop off a new show, Looney Tunes, and then follow it up with a Space Jam movie mm. that everybody's been waiting for. Well, the first yeah. the first Space Jam's on Netflix over here. Actually, I've added to, I've added it to my queue, but I haven't watched it yet. I just want I, I want that nostalgia. So one of these days, I will stick on Space Jam and remember the good times, Michael Jordan, Bugs Bunny, yep. and all that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um. Other than that, um, let me see. Uh, Anime-wise, um, I know I've been watching that Dory Doro. Yeah. However you say that. Um, I, I started watching that. I'm seven episodes in. You I, said you were like three or four? I actually finished that last night. Like, literally, I don't know, oh, shit. about midnight or one o'clock in the morning, I finished it. Um, what annoyed me about this show is that, like, it's been out for maybe, like, two, three weeks, and... It took me probably a week to watch the first three episodes because they were kind of slow. But, like, from episode four onwards, it gets really good. And, like, I'm just like, ooh, I can't wait to see what happens in the next episode. I can't wait to see what happens in the next episode. Um, the fight scenes on it are pretty cool. Um, it's a bit mm-hmm. it's a bit crazy. I'm going to give this a half chicken um, purely because okay. the, it started off quite slow. I didn't really care for the characters at the beginning. I didn't really care for the world. Um it's, it's quite violent um a lot of blood um some interesting kills um but again like like i said it annoyed me because by the time i thought it's gonna be like a, a one and done kind of season but when it gets to episode 12 like it's left off at like a, a cliffhanger and you're just like well i now want to see more and you know we're now gonna have to wait till whenever the next episode uh the next season is gonna come out um and yeah like literally it gets better as the show goes along like it's a bit of a slow start um for anyone that hasn't started it yet it is very crazy and weird and violent but like it does get better it does the story is really good uh you get to meet some interesting characters you've got kaiman which is the main character who's like got a lizard head um you've got uh nikaido um he's a he's like his partner in crime um you get to meet noi and um shin i think shin and noi are like <laughs> really cool characters and their dynamics is really interesting um mm-hmm. it's funny because like noi is like some super buff hench hench woman and like mm-hmm. even though she can use magic she doesn't and she just like beats everyone up with her fists and like she's mm. she's probably badass in it, um, and then yeah, it it it's hard in it because like they try and paint out N as the villain, but 
he's not really the villain. It's like there's not a, a true, true villain, so to speak, in it. And uh, mm-hmm. it's interesting because, like I said, I I I, I want to see where they take the story. Um, what what are your thoughts of it so far? Uh, I think when I first started, I think you're right. It did start a bit slow, and I was a little confused too. It took me a while to catch on about. Uh, the two separate worlds, basically. The sorcerers live in one world. Yeah. And yeah. I guess just basic-ass humans live in the other world. Yeah, live, they, they live in the hole. The gist of it. Yeah. Yeah, they live in the hole. You're right. Mm-hmm. So, um, and um, <clears throat> something happens to this, the lizard guy who, he's a he's got a lizard head. Yeah. And he doesn't know why. Yeah. And he's trying to figure it out. And it was, I thought it was kind of a weird, interesting thing where he basically bites somebody's head <laughs> and he's like, what's the guy inside say? Yeah. And he's just like, what? There's a guy in here. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's another dude inside yeah. his body uh, who you find out more yeah. about later on as the series goes on. Uh, yeah. That kind of threw I me off, threw me so. off at the, threw me off at the beginning as well. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what? Mm-hmm. There is a lot of strange stuff that happens in the beginning, mm. and after a few episodes in, they do explain stuff. They they like explain like why that. I think they do give an explanation why there's two separate worlds, and like there was some kind of thing that happened. I don't even remember, but um, <clears throat> not on, think- on top though, like the, you're right, the action scenes are actually pretty fun. Yeah, and um, they, and they're, they're pretty brutal too. There's some mm. real violent stuff. Yeah. Um, so if I remember correctly, yeah. So some hammer, 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 like, hammers, hammers to the head, side of the head, piercing through skin. Yeah, like, well, I think one guy wears a, a heart as a mask. Yeah, because he rips people's hearts out. Like yep. he's, he, uh, there's a scene where he pops somebody's heart out as in his hands. So, yep. Yeah, it does get. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the baseball so, episode? The which one? The the baseball episode is the episode where they play baseball. Yes, I believe I did see that. That that, like, that was funny and stupid. That was yeah, my, yeah, that was, was a, that like was a good episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I do, I do remember that. Yeah, they were playing the baseball. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm more in line with you, I guess, in your rating. But again, I haven't finished it, so it's yeah. not really fair for me to rate it yet. I'm mm. only about I think seven, and it's a thirteen episode run. Yeah, I think I think no, I think it's twelve episodes. And like I said, the last like two three episodes get really good because like Kaiman goes to the sorcerer's world and like he spends like a very long time there doing his investigation and you get to see that's that's where I'm at right now he just got over into that world and like he's cleaning toilets and works at like a it looks like maybe some kind of restaurant there yeah 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 left the girl he was teamed up with she's she's like oh my business has picked up since Kaiman left (laughs) yeah he's like Maybe he was driving customers away. Mm. So yeah, from from that point onwards, like the story gets proper interesting, and like you meet more characters, and you get um, you get like more of the lore, I guess, of that universe. Um, they they go into like something called the Blue Knight or something like that, um, which is very interesting. Um, and you get to find out more about Kaiman and the guy living inside his body. Um, you get to find out more about Nicardo. Um, you like you get to find out more about N. Uh, yeah. Again, like I said, I I kind of wish like they had started it from like episode six maybe, and like because that's where it, like got it got really strong. Um, mm. and you you know you've got the Doctor characters in there. Uh, you get their backstory a little bit as well. Um, 
yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's cool, pretty messed up. Um, is it Abisu, her character just gave me jokes. She's always like doing some dumb stuff in the background. Like you kind of have to pay attention to the background whenever she's in shot because there's always something going on with her. And like, if you're not obviously, if you're like focused on the subtitles, you might miss the nonsense that she's doing in the background. And uh, mm. she's just a very funny, stupid character. And uh, <laughs> I look forward to like them developing her a bit more as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Overall, yeah, it's a it's not a bad anime. I think it's worth a watch, um, but you do got to give it a time. Yeah, you, you, you right about yeah, that. you definitely can't just like give it free episode. I think you need to get what you got. You got to watch it all the way through um, to really appreciate that. Um, mm. I've Netflix has also finally just dropped um, season four Rick and Morty. Um, I probably watched maybe two episodes last night, the two episodes that were originally aired That's, anyway. Um, I haven't gotten any of that yet on any of my streaming services. Rick and Morty season four is not on any of the streaming services. Yet, oh, wow. So that, okay, that's one. So even though, of yeah, that so we I have might there. have Hulu mm. and I might have HBO Max, <laughs> but I don't have Rick and Morty season four. So um, you know what? That's where you get the edge <laughs> that's a, That seems like a, a, a fair trade-off. But yeah, so <laughs> Rick and Morty season four is up. I watched the first two episodes. The first two episodes were originally aired back, way back anyway. So I already seen them episodes. Um, I want to. I, I haven't checked, but I want to know if it's the complete season four because I, I remember originally they dropped like the first like four episodes and then took like a year break before bringing back the second half of the season. So it would be interesting to find out whether it's the whole complete season four. Um, but I'll be watching that maybe at some point rest of the day. Um, the last thing that I've literally just I've been watching on well not on enough, but I've been watching like every other day kind of thing as like the show that I watched before going to bed um, is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, I watched the first six seasons. Um, I'd been kind of like avoiding the show because I was seeing everyone. I was just like, oh, this doesn't look that funny. But once I actually sat down and actually just like, you know, binged and watched it, yeah, the show is actually really good. Um, and, you know, a lot of chuckles. Um, there's also one... Oh, yeah, ep- I love this show, man. This yeah. It's hilarious. Um, there's also one episode that's, that's like very relevant to today's time. I think it's like season five episode 12 or something where like terry gets arrested um be- uh, by another police officer because like he's like a black guy in a, like a white dominated area um and it just really sh- like it it fits in with today's times and what's going on so um it's an episode that i would highly recommend people watching it just to get some levity on the situation that's happening in america and the rest of the world to be honest um yeah, for sure. I remember that episode. That yeah. was, uh, was a pretty good one. Overall, that's it. it's just a really solid show. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I've been watching it for a couple of years now. It's in like you know, I think I got onto it before it left Fox. Yeah. Now it's on NBC. If, okay. If I'm right, I think it's on NBC now. Mm. So um, I remember watching it back then, and then I kind of followed along with it. And mm. uh, yeah, overall, it's really it's really just funny, kind of like a cop show type deal. Yeah. Um, so it's hilarious. It's, it's good. No, it's really, it is really good, man. Um, so I want to be. I want to be. Now that that's done, I'm probably like I want to catch up on Rick and Morty, and um, I'm keep keep post season two's out on Netflix as well. So I'm probably gonna check that out because I, I did really enjoy season one. Um, so I'll definitely check out season two. Um, there's a couple of other things that like Netflix have recently dropped that I need to get go on and watch. Uh, at, at some point, I will do my Avatar rewatch. 
because um, I really enjoy watching Avatar when I first watched it back whenever it first came out. Um, so it's it's due a rewatch. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that. Did did you um did you watch Space Force? Oh, do you have that on you, Netflix? Yeah, Are I have you? I have that on Netflix. I actually just did. Fi- I think I think I finished it. Um, it started off a bit dry, like it wasn't that great. But as it went on, um, it did get better. Um, it's not like a a, a fully laugh out loud show, but there will be there. There's a couple of jokes that hit really well, and make you chuckle a little bit. Um, I don't know, man. I laughed pretty hard at the monkey in space, dude. Okay, yeah, see, like, okay, that, that was hilarious. That was that that was kind of funny. Um, I expected more like them being actually in space rather than like a space force down on Earth. Um, so yeah, it's more commentary on Trump and uh, yeah. Trump's. Um, but you know, it's interesting. I was actually listening to another podcast. They were breaking this down. One of the things they said is that the the writers. Uh, the director, uh, one of the two, um, they they refrain from saying Trump, yeah, because they didn't want the show to be stuck into basically a time capsule of yeah. this time, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they always use the term POTUS, yeah. But the personality of the president is very similar to our president today, yeah. And the the, the comedy, and one of the things I actually did like about it is Steve Carell. I almost thought that he was going to be playing the same guy from the office mm. that he was in this, but he actually is playing somebody different. Yeah, he's, he's actually like, a serious character. Yeah. Like very straight, like a, very like straight laced. Yes. So it's kind of interesting, interesting to see those characters that are like the, uh, John Malkovich's characters, like a scientist, super smart guy, mm. them playing into this weird, um, like, military branches created mm. like the comedy is the fact that these serious people are playing in a like a very ludicrous situation yeah. of like space force which is a real thing created mm. here in america so. yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I read somewhere I, I read somewhere that they might they might lose the rights to space force because of this tv show like because this, the tv show came out first they've gonna they're gonna have like the copyrights to that name space force which I found was quite hilarious and interesting. I don't know. I think I think Space Force actually already exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what happened was the president or whoever whoever it was that was responsible, they didn't do any copyrights for Space Force. Ah. I think also because you can't copyright those are just two words, space and force. Like they're not anything very unique. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they can. Okay. Or they just didn't. So yeah, there there is a bit of weird stuff with that. It's, <laughs> it's funny. As well. Yeah, no, I, I find it funny. Like they they call him putas because obviously, like I said, like Spanish, like that's um, a swear word. Oh yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that that always makes me laugh when I see that because I was like, ah, oh, they just they they're referring to the president of the United States, and then they're insulting him at the same time because in Spanish is a swear word. So I thought, yeah, that's what it's with. Yeah, it's, it's good. I'll, again, I'll probably give this a half chicken as well. Um, again, it started off slow. It got better as the show went on. Um, I love um, Lisa Kudrow. Um, she plays Phoebe in yeah. Friends. Um, so mm-hmm. in season two, I, I hope there's more of her because she's a very funny actress and I just really enjoy her performances. So I hope we get to see more of her in the show. And, um, I need to know what she did 
to be in prison for 40 to 60 years. She probably killed someone. She must have either killed someone or she leaked some like um, confidential information about Space Force. Mm. Yeah, she must have. Because like when he said that they had to move, mm. like in the first episode, she had a look on her face like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's something. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know what. Mm. So yeah, I'm, I'm interested in seeing them, them bring the Arpeco to you in season two. Um, again, it's another one that's a bit of a slow start. It does get better. Um, it's not as funny as Brooklyn Nine-Nine or any of like, the top tier comedy shows. But like, you know, if you've got nine girls to do, you can stick it on the background while doing other things. Like, like I said, you will get a couple of chuckles. Um, yes, the, ch- the chimpanzee bit was quite funny. Um, and also, like, the, 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 the Russian boyfriend, he's a bit of a troll as well, actually. Um, mm-hmm. No, but it's yeah, it's good. That's that's yeah. Um, again, I watched it a lot later. Like, I think that came out maybe like three weeks ago. Um, but I wasn't in the mood or ready to watch. I was watching a lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been watching as much anime. Um, other than what the shows that I'm watching week to week. But um, like I said, with Brooklyn Nine Nine out of the way, uh, what Space Force? Like I said, I want to get some of this anime watch this week so i've got some stuff to talk about later um yeah. i would say one more thing i would say one more thing yeah. i guess uh for me and it'll be the last at least for me of things i watch yeah. is um mythic quest have you ever heard of mythic quest is that that's the one where they did a podcast on it recently about the lockdown and then they had like a virus yes. i don't i don't think that's available to me as far as i'm with. So i don't think i haven't seen okay. it on netflix and, and Amazon, it's not on Netflix. What it is, it's on Apple. It's on Apple Plus. Ah, Apple okay. TV service, the streaming service yeah. they rolled out. Did, are you able to access that? Um, yeah, I'm able to access that. I think my brother's got given a one year free trial of that, actually. So I need to. Ask I got him. the same. I got the same where I got a free year trial. Mm. So I, yeah, I, I accepted. They were like, hey, you want a free year of this? And yeah. I'm like, well, sure. <laughs> yeah, why not? not you yeah. Know? So, um, and I watched Mythic Quest. It's actually pretty good. And I know um, your boy T, you're not recording with you anymore, but when he was, he used to talk about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, a decent bit here and there. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's made from a lot of the people who did It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. They, because like, uh, in fact, um, two of the characters from the show It's Always Sunny mm-hmm our mainstays in here in uh mythic quest okay and it's about a it's about um basically think of like world of warcraft right? yeah but what it is it's um it's a a video game company that <clears throat> you've seen the inner workings of a video game company company but in a comedy mm. way right yeah because um everybody there's a bunch of like crazy people and stuff and like you know you got one guy so full of himself like he's the greatest creator of all and you have this one girl who's like the the programmer yeah who's like being driven to the bone working shit and she's got ideas too and all this kind of stuff and then you got the head guy who's trying to control everything and he gets pushed over by everybody and Mm. stuff and it's it's actually pretty funny yeah like I, i actually really enjoyed it there was a funny bit where they actually tackled like um basically like racist and uh, in, in gaming mm-hmm. because they're like hey we found a like a clan of 
people who are like super racist in the game mm. and they were like we just need to ban them right and he's like no like if you ban them you give them power like and there was a debate on there on how to deal with a bunch of racists in the game and there was actually a lot of comedy with the episode too <clears throat> it's pretty funny mm-hmm. but it was pretty interesting that they it was an interesting way they tackled the situation yeah, where they basically end up like creating a server and so all the racist people that they've identified just get put into a separate server. Yeah. So they're only yelling at other <laughs> racist people. Like it's just, <laughs> just in a world of their own, away from everybody else. Yeah. So <laughs> it was pretty funny. And it was actually a very emotional episode. It's almost not even that funny mm. of um, a, uh, a couple who – this guy and this girl, they meet at like a video game store. And uh, she's like, oh, I can't find any games or whatever. And he's like, well, it's funny too because he's like, uh, what about this game? And she's like, oh, that game's crap. <laughs> and like, he's like, oh, well, I made that game. They end up actually liking each other though. Mm. And they end up making a game together. And so you see them make the video game, and it's like, great. It's really good. People like it. But then what happens is other people get involved. Yeah. You expand. And then you're like, well, hey, wouldn't it be cool if this game had this in it? Wouldn't it be cool if – and then you can see the girls like, this is not my vision. This yeah. not. This not the game. Like The game she wanted was um, – it was I forget what the title of the game was in the show, but it was basically a game where you couldn't you couldn't kill the enemies. You just had to survive. Oh, and man. her idea was that you were dealing with death. Death is our final boss. It's our enemy that we just can't we can't beat it. We can't defeat it. And it'll come for us at a certain time. We're just surviving. Yeah. So her game was some kind of metaphor of that. Mm-hmm. Well, they were like, well, wouldn't it be cool if they had guns? And it's like, no. But, <laughs> but then, like, the next game, all of a sudden, there's, like, guns and shit. No, and then man. the next game, all of a sudden, there's just, like, these cute little monsters and shit in there. Mm. And then, like, it's funny. At one point, you see the guy who who's kind of like, oh, yeah, this these changes are cool. Oh, yeah, these changes are cool. And she's like, no, no, these are not cool changes. Mm. And you see the guy pull up to pick up his wife to go to work. But it's not his wife. It's some blonde, pretty young chick that he picks up, and she's gone. Oh, man. And, uh, yeah, and then it gets into, like, where they keep wanting to make more changes to the point where he even, like, fuck this, and he leaves. Yeah. And then, like, there's a bit of him running back into her and shit, and there's, like, and the whole thing is almost like a, wait, what is the point? Like, this doesn't seem to fit into, because it happens before the events of the show. Mm-hmm. And, it, and the episode takes place in the middle of the show. So it's a weird placement for it, but you find out the importance of that episode and what that did yeah. to the whole show. And it's actually it's inter- interesting. It's actually kind of a smarter comedy, but it's also got its really silly stuff, especially for today. They do have a whole bit of fun, the thing about Twitch streaming, uh, game development, um, different things like that, where they have different issues and problems that arise, and then just a kind of comedy with it mm. of how they deal with it and shit like that. So it's, I, it was, it was, it was a pretty good episode. I mean, pretty good show. I, I had really enjoyed it, especially uh, just some weird Apple Plus thing that was there 
here's a free year. Like, fuck, if you got it, you haven't watched Mythic Quest yet. Yeah, no, nah, I'll ask my brother when he's either awake or he's back in the house. I don't even know where he is right now. But um, yeah, I'll definitely give him, I'll yeah. ask him and, and check that out. Um, but yeah, um, do you want to like plug your socials, plug yourself, let people know what sure. you do? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, who's next gaming? dot com it's a website uh you can check out who's next podcast uh that's where we got everything going down uh i think i just released a uh, black culture matters episode mm-hmm. so that one is a little more political yeah so if, if some of your listeners are really wanting which i know sometimes you get into the political sphere yeah, things, yeah. but if you're wanting to um stay away from that kind of stuff then i'll just put a disclaimer for you <laughs> if it's not just movies and most of the time i do try to just stick to movie and game talk yeah. i don't try to get too much into it but i do have a couple black guys that are on the podcast with me mm-hmm. and they all kind of you know uh one of the other guys ian i do movies so bad they're good my other pod yeah. yes i do with him he kind of suggested an idea for this and they were like, yeah, and they kind of want to speak some words about everything. So mm-hmm. we kind of got into a lot of stuff about what's going on. No, that's so good, man. It's, I will put that up. It's good that, you know, some people are using their platforms to talk about stuff like, because what I've noticed is that some people are just very naive and they have, they don't, they don't know what they don't know, innit? And um, mm-hmm. it is sometimes good to educate people and try your best to like inform them of what's actually going on. You know, especially outside their little towns and outside their little their little spaces. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's, it's yeah, cool. for yeah, sure. Um, also, the gaming episode I got one coming up tomorrow. It should uh, with um, Jesse's been joining me from Nerds. Nice. Uh, he's kind of been a mainstay on my gaming episodes. Nice, for the nice, last nice. Couple episodes. So um, we've been doing it with him and my man Kev. <clears throat> we got an episode coming out. So you're dropping this today, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm probably. I, I'm. I'm not sure how I'm gonna do this. this. I might do it as a part one, part two on one podcast episode, or I might drop this one as its own part one, and then the second one I drop as a part two. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Um, yeah, but this will drop it today. If somebody listens to it on Sunday, Father's Day, yeah, uh, it'll be tomorrow. But uh, tomorrow I have an episode with Jesse, who's next podcast, a gaming episode where we talk about uh religion in gaming okay cool and so we kind of get into um <clears throat> that aspect of like video games we played how religion's been handled the importance or you know religion with gaming not necessarily just religion in general but how mm-hmm. it relates to gaming and all that kind of stuff so there's a there's an episode coming out with that mm-hmm. uh tomorrow that i have so uh but yeah other than that that's what i got going on so thank you for having me, Mr. Nana. No worries, dude. It's always a pleasure. Like you're one of my favorite dudes to chat to um on different types of like pop culture and stuff as well. Um one last thing I want to ask you, because obviously you've been talking about Louisiana a lot in this episode, yeah. Is that like the the state that's got like bare swamps and stuff? Yes, it is. So mm-hmm. like have you ever had like an alligator? Have, what an alligator? Have, have you ever eaten an alligator? Yes, I have eaten alligator. What does it taste uh, like? There was a, yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I mean, it's. I think somebody made alligator sausages, oh. it, and um, I had alligator sausage in like a burger. Yeah, the place they did burgers with like alligator sausage and stuff. 
I mean, it's just kind of like a meat. I would almost <laughs> say, I don't want to say it's like chicken, but I think it's closer to that than most other okay. kind of meats, I would say. So um, I have. I've also run over a couple of alligators. Oh, mad. Sometimes you see them on the side of the road. And I mean, I'm not purposely doing it, but they come <laughs> slithering out in the road and you see them right there, like little baby ones sometimes. Oh, big man. ones. <clears throat> yeah, it happens. I, Cause I drive down to a lot of bayou areas mm. and yeah, they're around. So <laughs> oh, that's mad. For sure. That is crazy. Yeah. All right, dude. All right. Well, mm. thank you for very much for joining me. Uh, Cesar, say bye to the people. See you later. Alright guys, this uh, is the end of part one. Uh, part two will probably get tagged on to the end of this episode uh, for you guys to enjoy. So I shall catch you guys in a bit. Go get a drink. Uh, take a little break. Do what you gotta do. And uh, stay tuned for part two. Bye bye now. There's a magical place we're on our way there with toys in the millions all under one roof. It's called Toys of Us. I'm Dana. I'm Marvin. I'm Martin. And we're Bloods Are Us. No, I said we're Bloods Are Us. You said this is Bloods Are Us, fam. Uh, anyway, 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 welcome to part two of this episode. Uh, I'm excited to walk back, welcome back some of the crew. It's been a while since we've all, you know, been on the show together. Uh, so you got. Nana, aka Ace, I'm the host of the most. Uh, I'm joined by my fellow co-hosts Marvin and Martin. Uh, today on this episode, we are on well on this half of the episode anyway. We are trialing out recording using Discord. Um, I'm a bit of a dinosaur when it comes to this, so Marvin's gonna be the expert on this one. Um, yeah. So since you guys have been ain't been on in a while, I'll say while well, going and you know a little hello on that. Yeah, hey people, I'm wet on I'm trying to get Nana to learn how to use this Discord stuff. Hopefully, we can make it like a regular thing because I feel like there's more, there's a lot of options to record on Discord, and we can do do things a little bit more efficiently once everyone learns how to use it. But yeah, it's been a long time since I've been on. Miss you guys. Uh, hope we've got to get a good show today. Mm. Could talk about a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm glad to be back. Yeah, yeah, and that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to keep it with me. Um, yeah, um, like Marvin said, um, we haven't met each other in ages. In fact, Marvin, I don't think I've ever spoken to you before. Maybe I have. It's a shame that we can't all be together and see each other's faces, but at least we know each other's voices. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, this course is looking to be interesting. I can already see it's got like, was it some stuff all the way down the side? Um, various people who aren't live currently, things like that. So hopefully, it's be a nice, you know, nice way to uh, continue those of us start recording, wise sharing um, information. Sharing media, uh, stuff like that, yeah, yeah. Mm, so, yeah. Yeah. Good shout, Good shout. Yeah. yeah. I, for, so as long as like you know some of the guys that listen to us on a regular basis, like send some feedback saying that like, the audio sounds good or whether like you know. Uh, let's say example, uh, Marvin, what audio needs to be higher, etc. 
Um, again, you know, we're going to play around with it. So please, guys, when you listen to this, um, any feedback would be more than well recommended. Uh, you can send that to us on any form of social our social media so we got facebook.com uh, forward slash blurs are us uh, we are on instagram we are on twitter um yeah man um i you know i just want to take this moment obviously like the first the first part was recorded with seth um from who's next gaming uh you know obviously over this period of time things have been a bit crazy in it and um, obviously there's been like a, a the a black Bi- black lives movement has been happening in America and all over the rest of the world and um i guess with the movements uh, like obviously it started with something negative but you got to take like the silver linings and um, one of one of the uh good things that's kind of come out of it is that there's um on facebook someone's like created a, a black owned economy and uh, that Facebook group has like blown up in it and it's for, you know, anyone that's got a black business or people that want to, you know, sponsor black people and like buy black products. Um, yeah, so that group's uh, really nice. It was gone. Say that again. I said, I said that's really nice. Uh, that's something I don't know about. So thanks for sharing that, Nana. Yeah. So if, if, if anyone's got a business idea or, you know, your fellow podcaster, especially like, you know, those of a uh, uh, black background, um, I highly suggest you um, join that group. Um, from me being in that group and obviously like promoting a podcast, um, I found another um, like anime-based podcast here in the UK, uh, Anime Freshman, who um, I've actually went and listened to like all the episodes. Um, them guys are uh, are them guys have a lot of banter in it, um, and so I've enjoyed mm-hmm. their shows. Um, anime or, yeah, Anime Freshman. Um, and also like just obviously i've had people like um the post that i've made i've had people like inquire have we got like a instagram one woman said that like her boyfriend like likes um you know the stuff that we talk about so like do we have an instagram so oh, i messaged nice. her so i messaged her saying yeah we've got instagram so hopefully you know anyone that's you listening um yeah we are a a blurs group uh, as the name suggests with blurs are us uh, we are a podcast of friends based in South London. Um, some of us have known each other for about phew, eight to 10 years. Some of us have known each other for five years. And, uh, some of the other guys have maybe known each other for only a couple of months. But, you know, we are uh, a group of guys that generally week to week, we, uh, do movie reviews. But obviously, with the whole lockdown and COVID nineteen, um, cinemas are closed. So generally, we have been reviewing a lot of anime content, um, a lot of movies and TV shows that are appearing on Netflix. Um, we also every now and again touch on social topics. Um, so if anything's happened in the world, we will you know we'll discuss it. Um, we have a lot of banter. We don't take things too seriously. Um, we, we make a lot of jokes. Um, I'm gonna say that from now. We, the, not so, PC, not yeah, the, the, the jokes are definitely not always politically correct. Um, we say sexist jokes, we say racist jokes, we say all the jokes under the sun in it, but a lot like it is, it is comedy in it. And what is that playing in the background? I have no idea. Let me find out. <laughs> no Someone just playing like, adverts in the background like um yeah so that is who we are um that is the content that we share um so anyone that is listening for the very first time uh thank you for listening i really do hope you enjoy the show 
I hope we don't say anything that is gonna offend you too much. It is all a lot of love. It is all a lot of banter. Um, and we'll be doing our best to bring you like the latest content from the pop culture world, anime, gaming, uh, and stuff like that. Um, and even if it's, this is not really like your, your kind of thing, I hope like we educate you and like enlighten you with some of the, the wonderful things that the pop culture world can do for you. No, no, um, I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. Since we've got this Discord now, we've got more options. I think that we could possibly in the future do something like maybe a, a live recording with with people who want to join the Discord and mm. like listening to us actually recording an episode live or something like they may not join in because yeah. you can just like maybe that server mute people and just have them listening to yeah. the process of actually how we do that could be like a that could be like an option because we have like like literally as many people can join the voice channel as they want almost like mm. it can be a lot of people in inside the voice channel so we could use that as an option and we could use this discord as a place to like post post new stuff because that's what a lot of a lot of like communities do they'll yeah. have a discord and then they'll just share information on their discord with each other so like if they want to talk about talk about maybe our podcast the latest podcast mm. they can talk about it inside yeah. the discord if they're a member of it so like just just know that, that that's a that's option. That's option. Yeah, no, yeah, there's, there's, there's definitely, yeah. there's definitely a lot of things that we can do with this. Like, but like I've said from the get go, when, when you start the Discord, it, like, it's got, it's gonna be your responsibility to kind of run it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. as look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start making the rules and stuff. Cause there was no one in it before. Mm. I can, I can basically, if you're the Discord owner, yeah. you can kind of make up the rules and stuff. So like, I can decide who has, who has the right to post what in, in what chat. I yeah. can decide who has the right to like mute people or kick people or ban people. I can make people mods and stuff like that. So we'll try and go from there once we get more, more people joining and like, yeah, it'll just it'll, it'll be it'll be good. Like the more people that join, the better it will be. Basically, in, in 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 the words of Hawkeye, in it, don't give me hope, because <laughs> yeah, uh, that that was kind of meant to be the the idea of getting you to run the Instagram account, and that kind of fell flat. So so don't gas me up, you know, and then. <laughs> Yeah, but the memes just kind of flow naturally. Like obviously we got WhatsApp group in it, so sometimes you just grab the memes from there and just drop it onto the Instagram. But um yeah, let me just get us back on track t- tracking it. So I'll just kinda, you know, um anyone that's listening for the first time, that's kinda what you're gonna expect in it. Um if you've made it this far, you kinda already got a little taste from uh, our conversation in part one, innit? Um but without further ado, I'm gonna hand it over to these guys to like fill me in on what they've been doing since the whole lockdown since I ain't really seen some of their faces properly yeah. in a while so who wants to go first uh, Martin can go first I don't mind yeah alright so my week um, so I've had this is, so was it my, my week's been alright you know um, working from home as usual nothing's changed workload's still the same um I've actually had my second session, my second sort of fitness session in getting back to America football session with our mutual friend Clark. Okay, cool, cool. PT. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was really, really good. Really good. Um, you know, just getting the fitness up there, stretching, um, you know, stabilizing all the core elements they need for American football. That's really good. I mm. feel so much healthier just doing this. I don't know when that where I used to be yeah. in terms of fitness, but it's helped so much. Mm. Um, and it's great that, you know, 
there's only a handful of us that go that do it. Maybe yeah. ten of us sort of do it. So yeah. um, it's good that you can easily social distance and stuff like that with uh, everything that we do. Mm, no, I, I did. I, I did message Clarky and I was like, "Hey, yo, let me know when the next session is on in it, because I wanted to come down yeah. and start getting myself back active again as well." But he said that at the moment in time with the whole social distancing, he's only allowed a small number of people in it. So once yeah. he's allowed to expand that and open it up, um, he'll 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 reach out to me in it because um, yeah, I think working out with a whole bunch of people in it will will just be good because like I, like I said earlier, and I've been like kind of slacking in recent times where. When the whole lockdown started, I was like going out for my walks and I was, you know, I started biking. I started actually like jogging, but I haven't done that in a, in a long time in it. So it's definitely something I want to look back back and doing it because like, yeah. I feel like I've lost weight, but I, I like people have said I've lost weight, but I don't feel it and I don't see it. So I, mm, not well, yeah, I want to be, get to a situation where I can feel and see that I've actually lost some weight in it. But yeah, yeah continue. Yeah. Um, so that's it from the health side because with um, Corona, I've been trying to observe as, as strictly as possible. So I only do my shopping um, once every three weeks. Mm. I don't go out unless I'm doing my shopping or now doing the fitness stuff, which is really good. Um, so in addition to that, I've also been playing um, video games as I always do. So currently playing Final Fantasy fourteen. Nice. Um, so, yeah. Um, it's, it's with the whole Botch Gamer uh, group and stuff like that. We, everyone's all got it now, so it's good for us to do it. Um, also playing like FIFA 20, um, Need for Speed, uh, was it Need for Speed Keats? Mm. Or Payback, or whichever one it was. I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, I think it's been good in that sense. And viewing-wise, um, I've been watching Angel Beats. Um, that's all the popped up. That's what's been popping up on my. Uh, oh, that's a, that's a kind of old school, old school. It's an old school one. Yeah, it's an old school. That's a good one though. I remember that. I've seen that. Yeah. So watch that. Um, watch the new Rick and Morty now that it's on uh, Netflix. Oh, the next uh, second half of the season four, right? No, the, the first, first half. half. Oh, you're only watching the first half. Oh, yeah. It's on Netflix now. Yeah. They were trolling, man. I don't know. I don't know why they would. Why they didn't have that show on Netflix immediately? Because like, it, it, trolling in there, it, like. It, it's it's, it's it's distribution rights isn't it like they don't always yeah. get on that on yeah straight away because yeah. like literally i just started watching maybe the first two episodes last night and I, um between our little break i've watched um episode three and four i've got one more episode to watch and then i'm gonna um you know finish that and then wait for them to reach the second half of the season um just qu- just real quickly before i forget and talking about netflix um for anyone that is a fan of food wars uh i think it's shigeki uh, I'm, I, yeah there you go Shigeki no Soma um, season one of that's actually just dropped on Netflix now so um, I'm probably gonna try and get that actually no I'm not gonna start that tomorrow because I just realized it's only season one I want them to get like a couple more of the seasons before I jump on it um, yeah. and then there's also Keepo's back on season two's on Netflix as well so that's something else I'm gonna be watching and probably review next week oh okay excellent um, just a couple more things so um BNA, BNA, which is um, an anime I spoke about ages ago, is to do with a uh, girl whose face swapped with the face of a beast, like say an animal, like a raccoon, for example. <laughs> Japanese people were there. Yeah, exactly. So she's trying to find out who it was that changed her face and get her original face back. Um, very, very interesting anime from the onset. Um, it looks a lot more 
kiddish rather than you know mature content. But let me never know. There might be some mature content in there. Um, so I'll be giving that a go. It comes out thirtieth of this month. So yeah, well, good. And also, um, season five of Boondocks will be. Season five, season four. I think season four of Boondocks movies. Mm. No, season five. Right? I think it's season four. Yeah, I think season five. Right. Season four. That's the one I'm at. But was then um, Aaron McGregor wasn't there, so he's that. Maybe, maybe maybe there's a second part of season three. But I remember I was watching season season three. Yeah. and I don't think that was the last one. That's why I think. No, I right. Think no, no, you're right. It's definitely season four. So see, there's definitely already been this season four. Season four was without Aaron McGruder. Um, oh, and season yeah. five is the new one, yeah. Season five is the new one. Um, okay, cool. With Aaron back at the helm. So looking forward to that. I have no idea when it comes uh, out. Grandpa, um, Grandpa passed away, didn't he? Uh, so unfortunately, yeah. Uh, um, is it John... John Wiesman? Yeah, what was yeah. it? So yeah, it's very, very unfortunate. So I'm very interested to see who's going to be the new voice of Granddad. Um, I'm sure they'll be equally as funny and, you know, pay homage to uh, Granddad, uh, well, John Wesley passing away. Mm. Um, yeah, okay. so, I, don't, I don't think I ever uh, actually, uh, sorry, I don't think I ever actually finished season three because, like, I just remember being so dead, man. I just didn't, didn't finish it. They changed the writing team and it was kind of different writers, I mm. think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they changed the writers. Uh, I feel like a lot of season three was, like, them trying to recreate the kind of the funniness but then also the deepness of season one mm. and two yeah. but it didn't go down very well because i think i stopped watching i think i stopped watching season three it seemed like they were being a bit it was just like you could tell it was different writers and it wasn't yeah, like, yeah. it was it was I, I, I think, yeah exactly it's not like a really pull away from because you know uh, usually you have Huey who comes out something very very um I would say profess maybe professor not the right word to use, but something very profound. Yeah. Um, and the season there's another meaning behind it. There's fun and games in it, but there's actually like they actually have a message, blah blah blah. But season three yeah. doesn't like yeah. there was just like just kind of nonsense in it. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. It was lacking. It was lacking. But yeah, that's it. I'm, I mean I'm done. Mom, uh, you wanna take away? Um, yeah, like, um, obviously I've been doing this, um, self-isolation stuff as well, not been really, um, been going out too much, just, uh, just been at home, and then because I work for the NHS, I've been, I'm still like a key worker, so I, I have had to go into work mm. and, like, support the hospital and stuff like that, so that's for the most part, I've just been working on and off from home. For like a for like a um a long time, yeah. Like I, I haven't really been doing I haven't really been doing too much. I've been getting bored. If I'm telling you, telling like it's like not not being able to go out mm. is starting to take its toll even on me because I'm I'm a gamer as well. So I've just like I'm I've been cool because I can just play games, but like the social aspect of the yeah, like, go out and meet people. Social aspect definitely. It's been it's been like super like just like trying it just to only be playing games like to the point where i've stopped even playing as many games now because like, yeah. i'm only just ever playing game on it mm. like I, I was playing um the new fds game that came out um from riot games uh the valorant you know the same people who made league of legends they made a uh, they made a it's basically a counter-strike with with overwatch skills but it's a uh, pretty good 
for Valorant. I've been playing that a bit. I was playing Apex a lot, but now I stopped playing. I stopped playing Apex that much. Yeah. Um, I've been playing League, League of Legends. If anyone knows, I always spam that game. Yeah, and I'm still playing um, some Tekken and stuff. So I still play Tekken even to this day. But yeah, like just just been like you know, relaxing, really dumb to uh, just using doing um doing like media and stuff um i watched the movie actually um a couple of days ago with my girlfriend mm-hmm. it's a movie it's a japanese animated um original original series a movie uh it was called your name oh. it was it was made in 2016 but i was actually really 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 well written yeah it's like i would recommend anyone to watch it you can watch it like for guys and for girls mm. it's a bit more centered towards um females i believe because it is a bit more of like a love story kind of thing yeah but romance it, it was a good like concept the concept was was good <laughs> i still haven't i still haven't jumped on your name like, i need to do that yeah i know it's good you'll, you'll enjoy it you'll be like oh okay this is this is where this is where it's going like the concept mm. it's not like 100 original they've done that concept before but the, the way that they bring it about in this in this um film is good it's good i watched it with my girlfriend and she proper loved it and she's watched mm. it like two more times now already oh, man. afterwards so yeah so it's, it's one you can watch with the missus um excellent uh, I, i've been watching i finally started watching hero academy oh okay oh, oh, do you know, I, I caught my cousin playing the game the other day i was like what where did this game come out mm-hmm. so, i do not play the game, game. Like, I've, I've watched I've watched for the most part no I've read sorry for the most part Hero Academy but I never watched it because it was just like it was just taking too long for the seasons to come out but now there's yeah. like four seasons of Hero Academy I've started I started watching it so I'm watching like halfway through season three now and it's looking it's looking pretty good in it like one thing that I have to say about about anime when I'm watching it I really love the intros like I feel like that's one of the, the biggest things you miss out when you read the manga yeah even if you're like a manga lover like you um you think oh the manga tells a better story than the anime or the manga is just like quicker than the anime or whatever reason you have for liking manga or the anime mm. the intros in, in the anime are actually so sick like, mm. yeah. like, the, I like the Hero Academy season 3 intro is like probably one of the best intros that I've watched for that show in there that's probably good and even when I watch Black Clover or Black Clover, like, I don't think Black Clover has ever had a bad intro, like, ever. Like, all of the intros for Black Clover are really good. Like, they're proper, proper good songs, aren't they? So, mm. yeah. But, yeah, for the most part, that's what I've been doing, just chilling and watching, watching my anime, playing, right. playing some video games. Nice, nice. Oh, I forgot to mention that. I actually have caught up today on, um, oh, what's it called? Beastars. Okay. The manga. And... If you don't, so if, if for, uh, for anyone that doesn't know what Beastars is, it's a uh, manga and it's anime to it, um, set in modern times. The only difference is um, everyone's some sort of animal. So there's a, also a hierarchy of animals. So you have carnivores and herbivores that try to live together in society, but they're still, they're still the past um, actions of, you know, carnivores obviously eating herbivores. So yeah. everyone has to navigate that aspect of it so um definitely something to watch i we i think we all highly recommend it because a lot of see it but um definitely recommend it not on i i don't know you know i saw that stuff and i just thought kind of furry stuff go away like, nah blood it's, it's definitely more than that it is yeah it is definitely more than that 
hundred percent. It becomes a lot more complex, even in terms of the main character Legacy, who's a grey wolf. Um, so I won't say anything more because I think that I'll say something that will spoil it. I don't want to do that for sure. So pick it up when you get a chance to. Um, and yeah, for those listening, let us know on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all your thoughts in there. Sorry, my bad. I'll just change this up sentence. Can you hear? Like, hear me? Yeah, yeah. Right, I think I've improved the sound quality. So, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I did it again. Only time will tell in it. So, like I said, guys, <laughs> leave us some feedback in it. Um, yeah, now Beaster is more than just um sight for fairies in it, and it's it's more than just a ripoff of Zootopia. It's actually got a really good, compelling story. Um, yeah. I I have not gone back to man. I haven't read any manga in months, to be honest. Uh, but that is probably definitely one that I might jump on because, like, I don't know when they're gonna drop a season two of B Stars. Um, yeah. But I I really am enjoying um, what do you call it? Enjoying um, what I saw on um, the Netflix series, and yeah. um, again, highly recommend it, man. Like, it's what twelve episodes. Uh, yeah and you know so much yeah Mm, and if you like even if you're someone that's like anime is new to you i think you can watch it because like it's it's uh, saying it's simple is a bit like like belittling it kind of thing but like it's very easy to follow the storyline and like there's there's some action set pieces there's like a bit of slice of life bit of romance like it pretty much has everything but mechas in it to like <laughs> to get you involved in anime. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I love my mechas, so yeah, mm. still still very good watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so hopefully, um, you guys caught up in it. Like we we it's been it's been a while. Um, as today is Father's Day, and this episode should be coming out on Father's Day. I just wanted to, and obviously the three of us like love anime in it. I was gonna say yeah. let's 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 talk about like some of the best dads in anime. No, 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 no. I think, I, I, I think, I think the worst dads is 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 a, a longer and more entertaining conversation. So I thought we just get the best dads out of the way first, and then we'll go to the worst dads in anime. So you, you lot think is like? Father figures, father figures. Because obviously, if you're going father figures, right. the best one of the best dads is Piccolo. <laughs> Nagato and, and them guys, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, he put yeah, he did. Ruka was putting in work in work for them as well, to be fair. Um I'm trying to think of who else was a father figure in, in other in other shows. Like in Bleach, he's the father figure. I guess Ichigo's dad still still is that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Ichigo's dad was a good father figure, though. Because he was a bit, he was a bit, he was a bit boosted. <laughs> like he, he was always like just kick him in the face and stuff. Like, and he was. Did you know what your man in it from these, from these licks in it? Mm, I, 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 I put. Got said again, sorry. I was gonna say he was always there for it. I mean, if you think about it, after losing his father, like that Ichigo, so Ichigo's dad. Yeah, he was doing looking after the two girls as well. Yeah, I think Ichigo was doing all right, you know. But he did have a suck where he didn't realize that, you know, there was a, a hollow that was about to eat Ichigo, like, you know. Right. I, think, I think he knew, but he just wanted to, to let, <laughs> let Ichigo do him. Ichigo learn how to use his power, you know. That's basically mm. what it was. He had to let him become his own own man. I don't think he would have, because he, he bodied like the more hollows before as well, but. Mm. I think he, I think he knew, but it was just one of those things. No, I don't know. Bob, Bob is has not a good dad. Who? I mean, yeah, 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 he is. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen this? Have you seen the Bowie movie, The Dragon Ball Super? Yes, in the movie. I made a mistake of watching it late at night, just before I went to bed, and I couldn't sleep for two hours straight. Why we were popping off yet? To say he was a great dad to be honest though because again he he, he, he he was a father yeah, he was a father figure or but like i don't remember him being involved in the show that much you know what i mean i'm saying like people that were like at the fourth like like proper involved in it because then you can kind of say again i'm i'm not someone that's like super into one piece but then you can kind of say maybe then shanks is a good uh father because he, he was the one that kind of like set luffy on his on his on his way in it yeah. Uh, if, if it's not, it wouldn't be Shanks. It would be more Garp. Garp is more because Garp is like Luffy's granddad, but he acts more of a dad to Luffy than Luffy's actual own dad. Because Luffy's dad is alive in the show, but he just doesn't do but, anything to like mm. support Luffy. He's actually just not been there for him. Whereas Luffy's granddad Garp has mm. actually actually been there for him for that for that the whole show. And there's times when he's Garp has saved Luffy's life, and even though. Luffy's a pirate and Garp is works for the for the Admiral. He's an Admiral. Garp is basically the people who catch pirates and Luffy is um Luffy's a pirate obviously. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say like Garp is Garp is a good 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 father figure. Right. Um 
um, I'm trying to look at these other shows. Oh yeah, what's his name? Vinland Saga. Man, Tovin. Man, Tovin. But then, wait, but hold on, would it? Would it? You would actually just have to be living in the shadow forever because he's too much of a beast. Yeah, but I think in that show though, it's more um, is it Askeladd that the guy that actually killed the guy that actually killed the actually the guy that actually kills his uh, spot. Anyway, spoilers, spoilers for Vinland Saga if you ain't seen. Order, 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 guys. Oi, that's what I'm saying. Hold on, hold on. That's what I was trying to say. Spoiler warning, isn't it? But, all right. Well, hold on. Let me just take a quick pause here. Yeah. Hold up. Hold up. All right. Yeah. So we're back again, and things should hopefully start sound even better. Um, good dads. Chris, you can Emmy up from the Face Day Night series. He's the one who's the foster father of. Um, uh, what's the name? I've only watched clips of Face Day Night. Yeah. I've only watched clips of Face Day Night. I haven't actually watched uh, the actual shit, just the actual show, but he's a, he's a, good, he's a good dad, yeah? He's a, he's a good dad, yeah. He's yeah. Down. We were saying, did we catch the part about Fours, yeah? On yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think, ask, I wouldn't say he's, he, Fours is a good father figure, but he's not in the show enough to, to get the ranking of that best dad, isn't it? Askeladd, even though he went about things in a very roundabout way, he was a good bad. He was a good dad, but I wouldn't put him in that elite category. Yeah. Uh, there was another one. I think was, uh, do you guys ever watch Gwyn Saga? What saga? Gwyn Saga. Nah. No. No. All right. So I don't know if I pronounced it right, but it's spelled G U G U I N Saga. Um. So it starts another like half leopard half. Um, man, person, right? Um, again, I don't know what it is with anime, so people like stealing each other's faces or replacing with animals. So, so uh, yeah, he he's basically charged with looking after these kids whilst also find, finding out about himself because he's he has memory loss. I can't remember who he is, um, except his name, Gwyn. Um, and he just knows that like, the certain direction he needs to go into all find answers. So, that's the whole that's what the whole um series is about basically but he's been helping these two kids who are actually um of the royal family survive uh- hello sorry I, I lost you guys sorry i lost you guys you back yeah we're here, we're here. here. yeah no sorry I, again still trying to figure this thing out go on sorry continue um, which part did you get up to that you missed? Um, I literally missed like 5-10 seconds if that. Alright, cool. So, I'll say um, Gwyn goes on a journey, tries to find out who he is, try to recover his face. I love the way he's um, looking after these two kids who turn out to be from the royal family. So, obviously Prince and Princess and the series just follows their journey, basically. Mm. Not a good one. Okay, okay, so that's that's all the good dads, yeah. Now let's get into the fun topic of bad dads, innit? Yeah, and there there are many contenders for bad dads, innit? Like wasted no time in naming the shame of Goku. Yeah, no, yeah, Goku is definitely up there as being one of the worst dads in anime. I was gonna say there was one more good there was one more good dad I was gonna point out that was that was pretty good, isn't it? Go on. Um 
has everyone seen everyone seen Doctor Stone, yeah? Yes. Yes, Doctor Stone's dad was actually legit. When you actually look at the stuff that he did, like he's he did stuff like four thousand years in the past to make sure that he could set up for his son to help yeah. save her save the planet in the future later on. Like that is a good guy and he even left him messages with like primitive technology so that he could leave some kind of legacy for his son and stuff like that. Like he he set up because he trusted and believed in it, something and that's that was that's a that's a good showing from Doctor Stone's dad, didn't it? Like, like he might do more at the time to come, but like that's just like showing the, the foresight in it. So I was just like, the, yeah. he he needs to get like a little bit of, little a, bit of love bringing in it. Alright, cool, uh, cool, cool. I've got one. I've got one. This will be everyone's number one. I don't care. Freaking Shoe Tucker from Full Metal Alchemist. Wait, who was she Tucker again? The guy who turned his daughter. Yeah, that's that's my number one. That, that's that that's, that's oh yeah, that guy's actually biggest comeback. He's actually a piece of shit. No, don't forget that he also he also turned his wife into something else as well. Yeah, what a bastard! Yeah, actually, yeah, he's actually a piece of shit in it. He's like coming. He's like like. He's top tier. He's top tier. Top tier, bad dad. No, he's hundred percent top tier bad dad. Like that, that, that was who I was thinking. That was who I was, I was thinking as well as being my number one worst dad in anime. Like he's actually scum. Bro, every time I see him, it's like I wish he'd get burned. Speaking of like dads that are never there, I'll say um, Gon's dad as well from uh, Hana Hana. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, a prick. <laughs> <laughs> he's a prick. So not only did he abandon him, but also when he actually went Green Island, when Gon went Green Island, his dad sets up a trap for him. It's like, okay, if he wants to come see me alone, then yeah, I'll be, he'll be transported uh, to me. If he wants to come and see me with his friend because it's too much of a chicken, he's going to get transported somewhere else. Candidates for worst dad in anime. Uh, I'm trying to go, I'm trying to go through my list in my head. Um, there, there must be more. I actually hold on. Um, Lelouch's dad, Lelouch's dad on um, Kogias. Yeah, his dad was a piece of shit. He literally let his mom get worked here yeah, in front of Lelouch. Do you tell him anything about what's actually happening? Or what the what the the gear's powers are or anything like that, and it's just like basically said, I don't care about, I don't care about you. And then even when Lelouch left, he didn't even do anything to try and get Lelouch to come back. Like yeah. all he cared about was his kingdom and and all of that. And he didn't give a shit about all of his kids. Like mm. as long as he had had the power, and he was a he was definitely a bad dad because the whole show is about Lelouch trying to 
only his dad in it for the most for the most part of the thing he's yeah. also destroyed that empire in it like that guy was a bad dad didn't it like mm. no 100 yeah, no, that's bad. Mm, who else? Again, I'll try to. I'll, I struggle to think of animes because a lot of times in animes, especially shonen's, the trope is like the dad's not there anyway. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's like just the mom looking after the child. Do you know what I mean? So it's it, it's rare that you have the dads be there in the first place or even get mentioned. Mm. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh, bad fun, bad fun. I'm franchise technically uh, especially if you're someone that considers avatar anime um in terms of good father figure uncle iroh was definitely a, a great father figure mm, he's definitely a great father figure to zuko and in terms of being a scumbag of a father here <laughs> the, what's his name fire lord yeah yeah what was his name fire lord i want to say toes but i'm sure that's not right Ozai. Ozai, there we go. He was a scum of a father as well, but like he actually, actually bodied his child in Agni Kai. And bodied him and slapped him out of the and, and exiled him. I was just like, oh, this guy's actually just being bad mind, didn't it? Like, <laughs> actually just a bad mind guy, you know? Like, he doesn't mm. care shit about his, his kids, in it? Mm. Like, even like, the only one he cared about was his daughter, and she was clearly a psychopath. In it, yeah, she was crazy, man. Like, definitely had mental problems in it like just trying to kill everyone every second of the day mm, no nah, that's mad that's mad so yeah you know again it's like honor as far as day i thought we just quickly discuss some of the, the the best dads in anime some of the worst dads in anime i'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, think i'm gonna think of some random good dad like, what was it is it wasn't the um dad from my hero academia the one that burned up the guy with a half fire half um oh yeah oh yeah him um to the rookie's dad um, yeah um endeavor yeah, he's pretty much a piece of shit as well. Would, like, whereas, whereas All Might is like a good father figure for um, Midori. For yeah, Midori. see, I, I, I was just about to ask that. Do you consider like uh, All Might uh, a good father figure for Midori? In it? Yeah, 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 yeah. He is. He is. He like at the end of the day, he's he's a he's not just a father. He is like he is like the symbol of peace for the whole of their country and you know, the mm. whole of their whole of the planet, basically. And it's like. He 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 already knows Midoriya is like his biggest fan, so he's trying to make Midoriya into the hero that he wants Midoriya to be, and so Midoriya can follow in his footsteps as well, wouldn't it? So mm. like, he is trying, isn't it? He's not. He's basically dedicated. And the last episode, one of the last episodes I watched in season three, he 
he apologizes to Midoriya's mom for letting him get hurt so many times and he basically says let, let me like just dedicate the rest of my my time as being a hero to to making sure that your son becomes the greatest hero and follows in my footsteps in it mm. so like that's what he's that's what he's trying to do in it which is like this is like you can you can respect that in it you can respect oh, yeah, that That sounds like we got a decent list in it. So, um, I've only watched the first two. I've only watched the first two seasons. I can't tell you about the dad. Then it'll be a big spoiler, isn't it? I the dad was kind. Hold it again. I know what you're referring to, but um, I don't know if I have him like that high. Hold him up that highly in it. No, no, no. You need to watch the whole of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and then realize who that whose dad is whose dad in it, and then you'll be like, oh. Cause there's five seasons in it. Yeah, I've only I've only watched the first two seasons. If anything, you, the the um that oh, he's not really a side character, but I feel like um the uncle ever. I feel like yeah. he's like the father figure to JoJo. But again, I wouldn't yeah. put him in in super high regards. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't put him on levels oh, of like Piccolo. Oh, I just I just remembered one. What do you lot think about Fullmetal Alchemist Owen Heim? In it, let's don't even get me started. Guys, a joke in there, right? So here's the thing, though. Hoenheim hasn't been there in time and he was doing his own thing that also yeah. we all knew that he has a massive evil to defeat so we can see why he did that but mm. yeah. you can like teach your kids you can talk them anything you, like, you know what I mean like yeah. he taught them some stuff already at the start obviously because they knew some alchemy in it but it's just like he just kind of dipped and decided to so like he wasn't even there when, when the mum passed away in it like, it was just yeah. like it was just like what mm. I just didn't think the overall anime was the, that great though. A lot of people like gassed the anime a lot and I thought it was all right. It was decent. It was typical shonen, that's why. <laughs> and it was, it was like over, overhyped shonen, didn't it? It was mm. like, it was literally like, it was 
actually designed fully for boys, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, I think it did. It did.
Do madness. Yeah, he he died though. I think he technically died, but he, like he was like some demon. He was like some all powerful demon in it. Yeah, yeah. He was the uh, he was like the the literally the, the head demon dog. Yeah, the head to um um Sushima and uh, um Iriasha. Because mm. Iniwatu saw this to one of his dad's teeth, right? Yeah, yeah. this is one of his fangs. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. So a long time since I've yeah. I've watched or heard anyone bring up Iniwatu. Inuyasha's an old school, old school anime, innit? I'm just, yeah. I'm just remembering like stuff. I'm just trying to remember stuff that I watched, innit? Mm, nah, that's not. Okay. Alright, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna move on to the, to, to the last little bit, and then we're gonna um, wrap up the episode, isn't it? So uh, it's been a while since we've discussed the trailer. Um, I've been seeing quite a few different people post it on their walls. Uh, Coach Navarro actually posted on my wall and asked if we were gonna be reviewing uh, the show when it comes out. Um, so the ne- the last thing we're going to talk about is Warrior Nun. Uh, Netflix just dropped a trailer for this. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Marvin go first. Okay. Um, so I, I only really just heard about this from Nana, uh, and I did watch the trailer. And from what I can see, it looks it looks pretty interesting. It looks like a, an interesting concept. They've got a female a female character as their main as their main um, character. She's uh, she's very action. Actually, she's got a lot of action roles to be doing. Like the trailer looks hype. Mm-hmm. She's got abilities. Kind of gave me that kind of X Meny kind of vibe where the characters have the characters have powers and they're figuring out how to use their powers to fight like these other other characters with powers like um she seems like i don't know from what i can see from the trailer i don't know if this is her ability fully but she seems to have some kind of like shadow cat powers from x-men in it where she mm. can like pass through terrain or make her body soluble and insoluble and like kind of phase through phase through things almost and not be not be attacked but be able to attack people and stuff like that yeah but, uh, like it looked it looked pretty interesting. Like I would I would give it a watch. Um, I'm, I'm not sure about her being a man though. I don't understand where that comes into. But maybe I need to just pay more attention and, and look at Is look it? at the thing. But she's like they they they, they carve some kind of like some kind of like magic circle into her back and it, then she's got some powers or something. Yeah. So so from what I can tell from the trailer, I'm gonna, I'm mine. I'm gonna let you go. But I just want to say so on the IMDb for the synopsis, uh, a young woman wakes up with a divine artifact in her back and gets caught in a war between the forces of heaven and hell. Now, based based on the trailer, that circle in her back is her halo. Oh. So they've like imbued her with like angel powers, but instead of the halo being on her head, it's uh, for what I, that's what, what I can tell, it's on her back, isn't it? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, mine, uh, what's, what, what, what's your thoughts on the trailer? Um, it looks good. It's something that I'll definitely pick up um, and watch. Um, I do like the concept as well because you don't get to see too many nuns just shooting stuff. Do you mm. know what I mean? Insane people. <laughs> um, the other time I, you see that is in Black Lagoon with Ida, uh, the blonde nun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just, you know, I'm a Because uh, Ida was the one with the golden gun, right? Who was the whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she had the golden gun and she was putting yeah. people on blast, didn't it? I thought Roberta was just the uh, nanny or something like that. Uh, I think, oh wait, no, she's a, she's a nanny. Oh, she's not actually oh, a nun, is she? Yeah, yeah, sorry, oh. you're right, yeah. Roberta's actually, uh, Roberta's actually a nanny. She's not actually a nun. I keep on thinking that she's a nun for some reason. Yeah, but she's she's not really. I mean, look at her clothing. Yeah, it looks kind of nun-like, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, no, you're right. It is. It is the 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 granny. There's only in Black Lagoon. There's the granny and there's the um. There's yeah, Ida, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
but the granny was a G though. She was like, I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, you know, she be, like all innocent and stuff, and talk to them all. And she brings out some, some like, some fucking um, like I didn't even know what caliber revolver, and just put people on blast. I was like, Jesus, okay. Mate, it's, yeah, but I'm, I, I'm really looking forward to this, um, to this uh, series. Um, I'll definitely give it a go because I like action. Um, I like to know what the story is about and if it's something I can actually stick to. Um, so yeah, I'll give it a go. Yeah, um, it looks intriguing. From a quick little Google, uh, it looks like it's based on a comic. Um, so yeah, again, comic. I read in the comments it was based on a 90s comic or something like that. Yeah, mm. called Warrior, Warrior Nun as well. Um, it's uh, I think the program well okay that's for the Netflix but it says Simon Barry um, I'm intrigued the sound the, the, the um, sound yeah the music that they use for the show uh, for the trailer sounded really good um, so I'm looking forward to it it's definitely something I want to be looking out for but I got more of a Buffy vibe than I did at X-Men yeah, I can see the Buffy vibe, definitely. I got, like, Buffy mixed with X-Men. Mm. Maybe just because her powers look like Shadowcat, I thought about X-Men. But, yeah, it does seem very, very Buffy-esque, innit? Like, mm. it, it, and, like, in, like, for you to do, like, heaven versus hell with superpowers and fighting things that look essentially like vampires, mm. it needs to be pretty dark for it to be taken seriously in it yeah. like yeah. because this whole spiel has been done in it with like this whole spin has been done with like true blood and buffy, and buffy and angel and and like this kind of this kind of and twilight garbage like all of this kind of <laughs> stuff has, has been done in it mm. so it's it's not that original in it like and people and like even even like hellboy to a certain extent in it's kind of thing in it like they're fighting forces of heaven and and hell, but like the moon is not really that scary, is it? It's yeah. just like they're fighting they're fighting wastes that that have shadow powers and they just they just beat them anyway. Mm. Yeah, like, it'll be it'll be interesting, in it? We'll we'll have to see. Alright, cool, man. Well, um, guys, it's it's been wonderful having you know a, a lot more of the team on the episode. It's been great catching up with you guys. Um, oh, yeah, it's been good. Yeah, so um, this episode will be up by end of today uh obviously because father's day um so everyone that's out there i hope you are enjoying your father's day um i hope your kids and wife are treating you well and you get to enjoy life in it um obviously if you don't live with your parent your, your father and you're un- unfortunately unable to visit him due to this whole lockdown situation i hope that soon sooner rather than later you'll be able to go and see your family members in it um, so yeah, man, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. You know, um, especially if you listen to Apple Podcast, uh, please leave us a review. It helps with the visibility of the podcast. Um, and share us with your friends, man. Let them know that you found an awesome podcast that you like listening to, and hopefully they like listening to us too. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much a wrap. So without further ado, uh, Martin, say bye to the people. Bye, bro. Catch you next time. Marvin said bye. Bye. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Take it, take care. See you soon. Alright, cool. Alright guys. Thanks for listening. Bye bye now.